Greetings and citations guys and welcome to the Illuminati. Two Yorkshiremen getting pissed discussing conspiracy theories. Uh, as always, I'm your host Badger, joined by my veritable knowledgeable friend, Mr. Craig. You say that every week. I do, I like to pick you up because you let yourself down on the programme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you set me for a fall, I see you start. Um, so, if you've watched our previous two episodes, you see we've covered such big meaty conspiracy theories like, is Paul McCartney dead? And do the, do the Simpsons actually predict the future? Um, so yeah. we, we thought we'd come in nice and light to start with, and we're going to turn up a little bit this week. <laughs> so this week, Craig, does that believe that Hitler died in World War II? Well, it's a bit more extensive than that. So it's not, did Hitler die in World War II? Did Hitler manage to get himself, his ass to Argentina mm-hmm. um, in World War II? Did he manage to escape a burning Europe? So there's a big conspiracy Hitler made out of Europe into Argentina, lived it days um, with the Argentinian folk, uh, and he was not dead in a bunker. Nope, he did not die. So the, the, the official story is, he, um, as the fall of Berlin was going on in 1945, yes. um, Allied forces were breaking through on both sides. I think it was Allied on one side, Russia on the other, coming into Berlin. Like, Russia were breaking down the doors, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much, fuck, he's gone, it's over. So Hitler did the honourable and noble thing of blowing his own brains out. Yes, supposedly so. Um, he was in his bunker in Berlin with his wife, I think she was. Eva Braun, watching, yeah. Eva Braun, which was oh. his wife then. He either got married, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, Eva Hitler. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she took, Hitler blew his brains out, she took a cyanide pill. Um, but Hitler given express orders to his last remaining generals that were around him that his body must be burnt straight away because he was... Big paranoid about Mussolini or something. Yeah, because Mussolini, he was um, hung in the streets, um, and basically everyone was just laughing and throwing things at him and so on. And he didn't want his the, the people to look at him in the same way, and that to be a uh, memory of history of him. Well, yeah, I suppose like now, as history looks back in now, like right, considered the most evil man that ever lived. Kind of has that title, doesn't it? Um, I mean, yes. you can argue Pol Pot or Che Guevara and stuff like that. But che Guevara. Come on. Killed hundreds of thousands of people just for the sexuality. Well, but at least he taught kids to read. <laughs> I, I think the biggest, uh, the most evil, biggest killer that's ever known is God. But that's mm-hmm. a different scenario, you know. He's he's a vengeful bastard. No, but we know Hitler existed. <laughs> this is also very true. Welcome to the Illuminati, guys. <laughs> Uh, we go off tangent very quickly. <laughs> these, are, these are rabbit holes, and just to let you know, this is a likelihood we'll probably fight, we'll probably swear, we'll probably not yeah. even throw something at each other. Uh, we always make friends at the end. We'll probably we'll cause offence to a few people watching. Um, please don't take it to heart. We're equal offenders, equal opportunity offenders. We offend everybody equally. Yeah. We really don't care. We Yorkshiremen, <clears throat> we're right, you're wrong. And I, I'm very much <laughs> expecting the same offence we may give on camera to have the same offence in the comments. We fully accept that, that's fine. We all, we've got thick skin. But, yes. Yes, back to, so hit the blue's brains out because he didn't want to be sort of like print. Kind of like, I suppose, later on as well, we saw with, um, was it Gaddafi and found in a tube, like a, an underground pipe, wasn't it? Well, G- um, Gaddafi oh, was killed by his people. Um, yeah, but he was found like. Is this big dictator or powerful man suddenly the last thing we remember of him is his last defining moment is it was curled up in a sewage pipe scared. Similar to Saddam Hussein, Saddam Hussein. found, found him surrounded by money in, in a basement and then obviously was hung. Um, but you just kind of take the point I'm trying to get to was like Hitler is still held like this 
big evil bastard who, who caused absolute atrocities across <coughs> across the world. And um, some, and that's how I remember him. But if it had been dragged out of the streets and hung from a lamppost, where everybody's laughing and throwing stones at him, that kind of takes away the veneer yeah. around him, <coughs> the, the, the legends scrub clean kind of thing. It was very smart of him to say, I, I suppose he's, I'm going to take, it, you know, I'm his legends intact. He takes his own life. He he sets the terms of his body being necessary. And, and exactly, it's exactly what he said he was going to do. You know, pretty, pretty well a testament. So. I think that's kind of like snatching victory from the jaws of defeat in a way. Like, I know I'm defeated and I'm lost, but <coughs> I'm going out on my terms, you bastards. You're not laughing at me. Uh, exactly. I mean, I'm going to rob you with your final bit. There's this Russian commander and this American general come charging to Berlin. Both racing to be the first to get hit and parade him around. And he's like, ha ha, Navy is a winning. Yeah, I mean, why not, eh? I mean, it's, it's, it's just the... It, it's just the last snub. It's the last fuck you. No, it's, it's that last snub of the nose, and it's that last. You can, you won't get me. You will yeah. not get me. Um, even if Berlin's falling, you're not getting me. I'm gonna. I'm going out on my own terms, and fuck you. Um, and that's that's I mean, what history reported that could, he did. Can you imagine like, the 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 war crime trials of legendary like the Hague? Uh, imagine that with Hitler in there. Well, that would have been an interesting one. That would, been, that would have been interesting. But it, we, it was, would have only, only just been topped by OJ Simpson trial, but it would have been very close. <laughs> it would have been very close. Sky News would have run it. So that 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 was that's the official narrative. Yes. Um, and there's there's facts to back this up. The Russians back it up and prove it with Hitler's body. Well, let's shall, shall we're we? jumping too far ahead there. Let's. Um, Let's talk about what supposedly happened. If that wasn't so, the, yeah. ca- the, the case was supposedly that this is not true history. That this is a a false history that was put out um, ultimately because we lost Hitler um, and we had to say that he died, and so therefore we, this was a story that was put out by British intelligence and the Russians um, to cover up the fact that Hitler would, would oh. manage to let Hitler escape. Actually, actually, I've got here um, the the theory that um, he faked his death was first presented to the public by Marshal Gregory Zukov at a press conference on 9th of June 1945 <coughs> on orders from Soviet leader Joseph Stalin. Yes, so this was the first ever, it, it, you know, this this idea of fake news has uh, come around. It's quite quite a popular thing in the last decade. I think this was the first ever fake news article, really. No, originally. Well, it was propaganda <coughs> before, wasn't it? And it was like propaganda we used by forces, but then this for the first time, like government has straight up lied to the public. Well, originally, they they, they just said that the, the Russians told all the Western newspapers that they'd found Hitler's body, um, and then very quickly afterwards, Stalin put out a contradictory term suggesting that they didn't have the body, and that actually. They didn't know where he was, and, the, and they, they said the Brits were hiding him, and they were putting out this uh, this idea with this uh, plastic investigation to say let's go try and find Hitler. But realistically, they would, they they'd already had him the whole time. Well, was this a case? Do you think of sort of like um, the enemy of the enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? So it's not like you know Britain and Russia were on the same side during the war in the end, and then as soon as Hitler's gone, it's like right. We're not friends anymore. We're gonna we're 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 gonna make it out that you're lying. We're gonna turn the news against you. 
just because we're no longer at war with Germany so we don't like you again. It's really weird because even historians will say they don't actually really know why this happened. They don't really understand why, even now, why Stalin came out and said, oh, actually we don't have the body, after saying that they did have the body. But it's a bit of a game, but they don't actually really know for certain why they did it. They suggest that it was just a, you know, to cause unrest in the idea of just because the end of the world war happened it doesn't mean that Nazis, the Nazis stopped and just because Hitler's gone doesn't mean that Nazis don't exist mm-hmm. so it was a case of you know um, keeping trouble within Europe somehow benefited them so just to say you know if, if the, your long term leader's dead and there's Nazis all over but you, you keep spinning the arm actually it may not be dead it keeps it keeps the the idea of, na- of the Nazis going and somehow he thought that would benefit the Soviet Union um, but it would, they don't really understand why why they continue to allow it to yeah. happen they even, they even scared Eisenhower into thinking that it was true so yeah I mean, like I say 9th of June was the first time I heard of this um, at a press conference so this wasn't like some rumour or some oh, whisper in the bar yeah. this were a you know a Marsh, Marshal Zukov at a press conference on 9th of June said uh, said it and then passed an orders from Stalin and then when asked at the Potsdam conference in July in 1945 how Hitler had died Stalin said he was either living in Spain or Argentina so he comes straight from Stalin himself at a press conference and that's and that's the first legitimate place of where this this whole conspiracy yeah so in June um, <coughs> a general on as Marshal Zukov on the orders of Stalin said oh he's, he's not dead and then a month later, or maybe a couple of weeks later, a month later, oh, I've got 9th of June for the first time then, July 45, so I don't know what date in July it was. But Stalin himself went, oh no, he's living in Spain or Argentina. So it's Stalin himself put this idea, this isn't uh, yeah, some whispers through the soldiers, or oh, we, had, we had intelligence and I was drinking in bar in, in Berlin and this <laughs> British intelligence officer told me that Hitler's not dead. You know, like that kind of Chinese whispers where you normally get a conspiracy theory. This is Stalin straight up to the press went, oh no, he's living in Spain or Argentina. Absolutely, and, and the reason they said both of those are because both of those were, um, I think um, Spain were neutral, but, but realistically they, they were sympathisers with the Nazis, and Argentina was certainly, uh, Perón was certainly a Nazi sympathiser. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he enjoyed, well, he saw how Nazis. Um, ran via an iron fist uh, and he really tried to run Argentina in the same way but also Argentina at the time was you know it was full of German nationals who who migrated there over decades well, decades uh, um, so he had quite a couple of uh, not just um, like German nationals but um, Bavarian villages and what I mean by Bavarian villages is uh, when you get um, if you go down and look, well, probably not London today because it's changed quite a lot, but if you look at like um, English villages like, you know, the Cotswolds and Cornwall and, and Yorkshire, you can see a certain style of building. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can't, you know, obviously you get that certain type of architecture in Argentina, but then suddenly you get these Bavarian villages that are, the architecture is completely Bavarian German style buildings. So this is, it's not even like, oh, there were a couple of Germans moved in, like they've built entire villages in their style. And they exist, and that's the theory. Is he went to one of them because they were kind of considered to be Nazi safe spots. 
after the war. I mean, let's let's be brutally honest. It's Argentina, absolutely one hundred percent, had Nazis that yeah. absolutely went to Argentina. They were found in Argentina and, and afterward Perón and was asked about Paraffin in 1955. They felt really unsafe in Argentina. They thought, well, what's the new regime going to do? So they started moving around South America. Um, but absolutely, some absolute, say, absolute bastards yeah, yeah. Were, were in Argentina and were welcomed with open arms. Like, well, you know, Argentina were quite happy to take that sweet, sweet Nazi gold. Um, well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm going to, there's a point I got later on in the say I'm going to get to, but uh, the village that he went to, the mayor of that village took a lot of money from, uh, no he didn't take any money, sorry I apologise, I'm not going to accuse him of bribery, but it's well documented that his wife took a hell of a lot of money from Nazi generals who just so happened to turn up living in his village after the war. It's just a happy coincidence. Just happy coincidence, yeah, Absolutely. But, you know, so they, they were quite happy, like this mayor's like, yeah I'll, I'll have a in. and we're talking top brass and they're like, oh look here. I've got this suitcase and Nazi gold deal on it. Oh, I'll take the house over there. Oh, I don't mind you moving in. Your name's not Jeff. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, in fact, some of the Nazis were just living under their own name. Yeah, they didn't even hide it, did they? I mean, let's, let's see some of the people who, who went to Argentina and were found in South America. These were actual people there, which you can understand why this conspiratorial perseverance. People, Adolf Eichmann. Really sorry. It's a very South American name. I, and I'm really sorry if that is a shit way of the Yorkshire term of saying a German name. Um, but he was the world's most wanted Nazi. Um, he was exterminating Jews. He was the notorious SS lieutenant, masterminded the network of death camps that resulted in all the six million people. He was found in World War II um, in Buenos Aires. He was found there. He was eventually brought to justice, but. Open, there was no, he didn't even try to hide his name. I don't know if he, if he changed his name. I don't think he changed his name, did he? I don't think he did. Um, no, I don't think he did. Um, then there was Joseph Mengele, he was yeah. uh, the, the doctor, doctor from Auschwitz. Oh, Jesus, uh, yeah, experiment on twins and yeah, the angel of death. Mm -hmm. Um, again, but he, Joseph Mengele, got there with a because of the Catholic Church, he was one of the people of the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah, about. Catholic Church, more than one it. Congratulations, well done. So outside of kiddie fiddling, you're also getting rid of Nazis. Congratulations. So the um, Vatican's hate, so the Vatican hierarchy <laughs> hate children and Jews. Yes. And well, and gays as well. Why not put that in there? Because it's, we've it's just offended a billion people, but that's okay. I don't care. If you if you pick <laughs> someone in a white fucking hat and dress <coughs> who protects kiddie fiddlers is pious. There's some fucking serious misalignment with your moral compass. Back to Joseph Mengele. <laughs> <laughs> so Mengele was smuggled out uh, with with the clergy. Uh, Doctor Death, uh, Angel of Death, not Doctor Death. Doctor Death's a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, Angel <laughs> of Death, um, and he got captured in Paraguay, uh, I think, or in Brazil. And there's Walter Ralph. Again, he responsible for killing about a hundred thousand people. Is Franz Stangl? How how, how do you like? A hundred thousand, you're supposed to be a hundred thousand people. How mm. do you even sleep at night? How do you? Because I through day to day. I assume that he would so. I don't know. He so brainwashed into thinking that it was the right thing to do that it would be similar. He must have seen them as just like killing a colony of ants. Like means nothing. 
Imagine that, like, cause been, cause I think he went to Chile, didn't he? He did go to Chile. Oh, he went to Chile, yeah. Lived under his own name. Lived under his own name. Yeah. Can you imagine that talk, like, he's just sat in a bar getting drunk and some little kid, like, some little young upstart starts on him and stuff, like, and he just turns around and locks him dead in eye with a cold, dead stare and just goes, do you want to fuck off? I could more people than live in this town. <laughs> you know, and the weird thing is, though, <clears throat> this the worst thing about uh, Walter Rolf is, um, Augustine Pinochet, the dictator, mm-hmm. wouldn't even allow West Germany to, to extradite him. He was just like, no, no, he's staying here, uh, and he died, an old man in 1984 in Chile, lived his life out without any reason. Pinochet just protected him. Just yeah, like, absolutely. oh yeah, it's here, we've got him, you, you're not having him though, I'm not extraditing him. And it even says, German Chilean mourners at his funeral gave Nazi salutes and chanted Heil Hitler, and that was in 1984, so... Fucking hell, are these Chilean officials? Or uh, Chilean... Chilean mourners, uh, but obviously they being... So it just goes to show that the Nazis didn't stop there, and then there was another, Franz Dangle, White Death, um, specifically because he used to wear a white uniform and a whip, um, responsible or oversaw a million deaths. Um, he went to. He escaped an Austrian prison of war camp, assisted by Nazi sympathisers. An Austrian bishop. Another one. I don't understand. Church again. <laughs> um, and then went on a Red Cross passport and got himself up to South. How the fuck you get a Red Cross passport and you kill a million people? Maybe it makes something different. Then. I don't know. I don't know, but... I've got a Red Cross. No, 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 mate. Red Cross is a symbol to say we come and help people. You've just got a cross covered in people's blood. That doesn't make it a Red Cross. Fuck off. But unlike the rest of them, he did eventually get to uh, South America, um, living under his own name again. But he was found and extradited back to West Germany, and he was found guilty of mass murder of 900,000 people since the life imprisonment. But only four years after being found, he died of heart failure. So he only had four years of... Yeah, it's just, but there's a pattern here, isn't there? They've no fucks given living under their own names and... These are some... I mean, there's a couple more, I mean, we won't go into too much. Joseph Schwamberger, uh, Eric Priebke. Um, these guys were absolute... Again, I said it already. The biggest bastards. Yeah, so when, when we're talking about Nazis <coughs> escaping um, Germany and Europe and end of the war and, and things like that, we're not talking about low-level no. brown shirts that went, oh shit, I'm running. SS officers. We're talking generals yeah. and, and... Commanders and all commanders. sorts. Commanders. This, this is a hierarchy that... Yeah. Not your, your man on the street got fucking lifted and, you know, your brown shirt was like... I'm sure there's some out there. I'm not, I'm not going to be a nice sympathiser, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like part of the brown shirts and stuff, but we're just a case of it puts food on the table and stops me getting a kick in. I'm, I'm certain that it depends on... I, I wasn't there and I, can't, I can only imagine what it would have been like to, to be under that regime. It's a case of followers or die, you, your family, yeah, yeah. are going to die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I yeah, mean, yeah. At the lowest levels of the hierarchy. So they're not, yeah. sympath- not sympathising at all? No, no, but I can understand in that situation mm. where it's a case of like, I go wear this uniform and, and, and enact these laws or and my kids can eat or I get killed and what the fuck happens to my kids. I mean, so you can understand yeah. why people are doing that. So we're not talking about those guys. Those guys were probably fucking happy they all left and fucked up to South America because they could get their lives back on track again. I don't know how you look your neighbours in the eye after, <laughs> but you know. Um, but we're talking about the top, top guys. Like these these guys didn't go with an empty fucking suitcase. They took a couple of million quid in gold with them and shit. I do either. We'll, t- yeah, we'll talk, probably talk about later about some of the artefacts that were found, but they, they, they went with 
impugn it. They, they, yeah. they didn't give, yeah, they, they went there thinking it's done, and I think took their Nazi beliefs with them. Mm. Um, and, and just the fact that it's still, I know that the, the, the Europe was in turmoil and it was falling to pieces and it was debt ridden mm-hmm. and it was war torn and it, it was an absolute mess. But the fact that we got clergymen. About smuggling Nazis out, Nazi SS soldiers out. Fucking Red Cross. <laughs> He's supposed to help people, not smuggle out someone who killed a million of well, them. Well, no, no, no. He was given a Red Cross passport, fake Red Cross passport. It wasn't a Red Cross. Oh, was... right. You didn't say a fake Red Cross. You said he went under a Red Cross passport. You didn't say a fake. Well, he, he strangled, travelled to Syria on a Red Cross passport. So I think it was, it was. Um, he'd been given one, but they, but it was all this. It was faked and. Um, I think that Algo Sudal, the bishop, Austrian bishop, sorted it all out, got him a passport. So it wasn't Red Cross going, Are you a Nazi? <laughs> Come on board. We, you know, we, we normally things. help people in war torn areas, but since you killed a million, you win a passport. <laughs> Off you go, pal, take care. <laughs> you, you won a special lottery ticket. Um, what the fuck was I saying again? <laughs> yeah, because I was saying that these, these were the higher up generals. Um, yeah, yeah, so, and, and. But. The only thing I can say is that these these SS soldiers made it all the way to South America. So you can understand why when people haven't seen the body of Hitler, mm-hmm. um, they haven't seen Eva Braun's body, um, there's been no evidence suggested given. And then you've got Stalin coming out saying, oh, they made it all the way to Argentina. You've got this. And, you go, and then British bomb, mm-hmm. British soldiers going, no, no, they didn't, no, they didn't. Well, here's Mengele, here's fucking. Exactly. <laughs> here's Rolf. Here's, <laughs> And so you can completely understand how the people were worried and going, well, if they made it there, why yeah. would Hitler? You've got Britain going, oh, Hitler died, he shot himself in his bunker. And you've got Stalin going, uh, he fucked off to Argentina. And then you've got Pinochet going, his pals are here, you're not having a back. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you've got Argentina protecting people who are all sympathisers. You can see why. Why this takes a whole suddenly, it takes a whole minute, it's completely believable. Ah. The point we're at now, it's completely the, the point we've investigated so far. It's completely believable that. Right. I mean, full it's full disclosure. Before we even started this, this was a completely believable. It might still be at the end, but mm. it was completely believable to me that this could happen. Yeah. You, you look at the people that found in South America. It's like it's not under the if these guys can escape. It's not under the realms of possibility that Hitler didn't shave his moustache, shave his head. Um, look, sunglasses and a mask mm-hmm. or whatever. Could easily, if these guys can get to there, why couldn't he? You know, could easily change his appearance. When we put on the way we've done so far, with the evidence we've done so far, it it's <coughs> more believable that Hitler went to Argentina with Mengele than it died in a bunker and shot himself without a body being found. Yeah, or presented without a body being presented. <coughs> uh, like talk about the body. Uh, to back, like so it was in. July 1945 that Stalin said to govern Spain Argentina. In July 1945, British newspapers repeated comments from a Soviet officer that a charred body discovered in the so- by the Soviets was a very poor double. Yes. American newspapers also repeated dubious quotes, such as that the Russian garrison commandant of Berlin who claimed that Hitler had gone into hiding somewhere in Europe. Um, despite the official conclusion by Western powers and the consensus of historians that Hitler killed himself on the 3rd of April 1945, it even caused a minor resurgence in Nazism during the Allied occupation of Germany. So this was, you've got Russian officers coming out and going, no, we, 
Yeah, that, that Bollywood band were a par, par double of him. Yeah, but that was Gustav Weller, that was a doppelganger. He used to use doppelgangers all the time, like, mm-hmm. to, to... Remember in 1945, he'd not been actually seen in public for about a year because there was an, an assassination attempt or something. It was on the suitcase on the table, I think I think was. Since, yeah, yeah. So, so he'd not even been seen in public for a while. Um, not properly, outside of his SS soldier and, and closest mm-hmm. comrades. Um, but the, what they found was Gustav Weller, the doppelganger. He was one of many, but um, there was a picture of him being shot in the head. And that picture that was tied around wasn't Hitler, that was, that was Gustav Weller. Um, so yeah, it, it's quite easy to say, well, how many more doppelgangers did they have? How, how yeah. can you be... But there was not DNA, there was nothing there. It was no. just, all, all it was, it was a body. With the body that being burnt, it, you know, you didn't have to look like him. By the time you burn it, you don't have to even look like him. Just... Exactly, and I think it, it meant that there was, because Europe was demanding, the world in fact was demanding show us a body, show us some evidence that this was Hitler and that he really, really died. Um, and the fact that nobody really could. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, the, the news says that the Russians have caught him, they've got him. And the Russians come out and go, no, we haven't got him. You're hiding in Britain. Oh, it's fucked off to it's Argentina. Argentina. And, and I suppose this <coughs> then goes on, like say, um, during the Allied occupation of Germany in 1945, and um, caused a resurgence in Nazism, which I can totally see as, you know, like, bits of fucking spray paint on a wall of Hitler lives mm. and just stuff like that about where it's people like he's still out there he's going to come back he's the Fuhrer he's going to and it's like we, we, it's our job to take Berlin back from the Allies and Germany back from the Allies so the Fuhrer can come home that kind of that mythical legendary rebel leader and think about and think about the time as well it wasn't like today where access to media was easy Oh God no! This was state-owned media that will give you whatever message that they want to give you when they want to give you it. It's from a very small amount. Of, you can only get it in very small places. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be a single newspaper or a single—I don't even know if TV channels, but maybe a single TV channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, single radio station, definitely. Yeah. You're going to be—you're going to be given whatever narrative we tell you to listen to, which is how Nazis became so prominent to start with. You know, a propaganda machine. They used a propaganda machine against them. Um, and when we're talking Chinese whispers again I played the game with my kids I think it's the last time yeah, yeah. We, there's only four there's only three of us and me and I, don't, I said something it came out completely different for three of them so you can imagine how not finding a body this that and the other and then Stalin saying that that they've got no Argentina with no evidence anywhere that anyone could show that Hitler's dead yeah, why this would go on I think the credence to it comes from that it wasn't a German officer, a, a Russian officer, and a it's a Russian leader saying, yeah. no, you've got a large team. It's, it's like fucking Churchill coming out and saying it. You believe him. Well, I think Britain you know what I mean? But I don't think. You no, like, but, no Brit, but Brits are believing. And yeah. the time would have gone, well, Churchill said it, this man won the war. He, he knows what's going on. Well, it, it, you know, I mean, it, scared, it scared the Americans enough for um, Eisenhower to. Get the FBI to start investigating. You know, it's, it was. Like, you were there, you were in Berlin. <laughs> you, were, you were just beat to his doorstep, but you didn't see a body. Oh, you saw a burning body, and the Meg Jukes have gone, yep, that's Hitler burning, right then, off we go. But th- those bodies as well, let's, let's go back to those bodies. So, originally they didn't find any bodies at all, this is the thing. So, they went they, they went to his chalice, which is blown to shit. Um, <clears throat> then, the dogs were rummaging around, found some, found some uh, 
newly dug turf um, and sort of legs sticking out. Charred bodies. So that's the first thing they see. And then they go, let's do an autopsy on these bodies that we see. And supposedly those two bodies were Eva Braun and Hitler. Yeah. So two burnt bodies that have just been dug over with their legs sticking out. Everything else is charred and pretty much unrecognisable. They do an autopsy on those and go, well, these are the bodies. So you can imagine. Why would anybody believe that? Yeah, I mean, still, like, also, like I said, skilled medical skills at the time to... <coughs> there were no DNA, there were can't get fingerprints off them. <coughs> do you enough Hitler's fingerprints on file? I don't know. Even if you could, you can't get fingerprints off a charred body. You know... Um, I mean, that's why they said they went and got the dentist. It's yeah. just Hitler's face. But, but <laughs> what we gets me with that as well is... So, the narrative is that... Well, the official narrative is that Hitler blew his brains out, he was brought to Sinai Pole, then one of his most trusted generals set the bodies on fire, burnt them, dug a shallow grave, popped them in it, covered them up and then buggered off. Right? Look at that from a human perspective, what's more likely to happen? Your leader, your idolizer, has just blown his fucking brains out. The Americans are coming from one side, the Russians are coming from the other. You're going to take the time to do that. How long does it take to burn a body? And then to burn, you're going to take the time to do it, you're just going to fuck off. Well, I, th I think it was hastily done, wasn't it? It wasn't like a cremation which is three hours long. It was just burn beyond recognition and burn. But even yeah. then, still, you're talking a bit of time. You're not talking a five-minute job. You're talking about an hour or so at least. While you've got advancing forces coming on you, you're going to risk getting captured by Russians and Germans to okay. do this, or you're just going to do a rummer. All I'm going to say is, I've never burned a body before. But um, a litre of petrol, gasoline, whatever you want to call it, um, a quick coal in the ground, throw his bodies in, cover it to light, and go. That doesn't take an hour. That's a five-minute haste job, and gone. You can't tell that's Hitler. You can't tell that's Eva Braun. Yeah, I, I just I don't know about the if the whole staying behind to do it when you got on bond. Snow. If the the leader, the guy you idolise, the guy you've been taking orders off for the last five, ten years, whatever, has just blown his brains out because it's hopeless. You're not gonna go. I'm still gonna follow his orders. Like leave fight we're up. I'm fucking gone, mate. Maybe, maybe I'm you, out of here. But you got to. Was it just <laughs> fervent? Idolatry? Yeah, idolising him. That's what I'm trying yes, to get. Uh, absolutely. Remember, this was... Treated like a god, I suppose. And if, you're, if your saviour, your god says, this is how I want to end, and I want you to promise me that you're going to do this in my death, they didn't, they didn't give stipulations about how well charged but it should be, or what, what to do. It's just like burning and, and, and run. So, you know, there the were still reports of... I know you're saying, oh, you've got everyone coming up both sides, burning back to break down Berlin. But there's still reports that um, there were still some planes that looked like British planes just outside the, which, which they could get in and take off from. So, pardon me. <clears throat> you know, there were, on April 30th, reports, you know, that Hitler had shot himself and the May 1st had been killed on the front line. There was all sorts of craziness going in the, in, in the news. But, even there was a up until the 22nd of, of April, the Nazi still had access to fly out of Germany on the East West Avenue. It had been used as a runway, and British planes were used as disguise to leave Berlin so that they weren't getting shot down. So that was the last report they could find, but there was nothing to say that those, those planes still went around um, before, after Hitler had killed himself. Do you know that they, these guys gone, we've got time to burn him, 
get in one of these planes and get out of get out of mm. Berlin as fast as possible. So yeah, in case of dig two holes, set the bodies on fire. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand over me. To the moment they're like, because I think they're charred enough, yeah. so they're not recognisable. I'll just throw the soil over the top of them. While I'm waiting for these to burn, you go get the plane ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like I'll do this fucking lunch. Two hundred meters dark road, hop on a plane, and we're off. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the truth of that, obviously. But no, but it's, it's feasible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, if if if, if I think genuinely, his SS soldiers loved him. I think they genuinely loved him. Yeah, and admired him. And if it's someone you love, saying this is what you want to do at the end of my death, you're gonna do it. Yeah, I suppose it's that thing of you know if. <clears throat> You know, you don't want to see when your relatives die. You want to see them in like a nice coffin or a nice service and respectful send off. You don't want to see even if you didn't like them. You just don't see the body desecrated. Of course. Yeah. And this is a guy that you given your life to. Like you're, you're facing some heavy fucking criminal charges now, just for following orders. Whereas if they'd gone other way, you'd have been a hero. Yeah, it, it was all or nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, we're all or nothing. You've dedicated five, ten years of your life to this. You, you, you've worked to get this position. Yeah, I suppose see the job through. Um, but again we're talking you know if we're still talking the body you know so that was the first grave that was found they did an autopsy um, so some of the organs were still intact and so on and then the, the Soviets were like well we can't leave him here so they reburied his body um, in a forest in Rathnau and then eight months later um, the Soviet army uh, moved again um, to Magdeburg and it remained there until 1970 when the Soviets were going to give over back to West Germany and then they had to go well we can't leave it here and then so the bodies being moved three times yeah, yeah. Oh, well I've, so, I've got a different <coughs> one as well but, um, on 30th May 1946 while the Soviets were investigating rumours of Hitler's survival so this is Soviets who said in 45 they were alive so in 46 they're investigating it right um <laughs> Talk about following through on your Yeah, own. yeah, yeah. So, like, wait, June 45, he said he's alive. July 45, Stalin said he's in Spain or Argentina. And then almost a year later, 30th May 1946, while the Soviets were investigating rooms of Hitler's survival, two fragments of a skull were retrieved from the crate where Hitler was buried. The left piece of the peritial bones had gunshot damage. It was kept in Russia's federal archives in Moscow and believed to be Hitler's for decades. In 2009, samples of the skull were DNA tested at the University of Connecticut by a bone special archaeologist for an episode of History Channel's Mystery Quest. Ooh, the History Channel. Good English. old History Channel. Like, good source of Channel of Truth. Yeah. Um, the sample was found to be that of a woman aged under 40. But, well, there is... Uh, we are going up a little bit here, but... Um, I think it's Professor Charlier who later did a, a further investigation in 2017. Yeah. In 2017, Philippe Charlier, a forensic, uh, French forensic pathologist, confirmed that teeth from one of the jawbone fragments were in perfect agreement with an X-ray taken of Hitler in 1944. This investigation of teeth by the French team, the results of which were reported in the European Journal of Internal Medicine in May 2018, found that the dental remains were definitely Hitler's teeth. According to Charlier, there is no possible doubt our study proves that Hitler died in 1945 in Berlin. So we'll come back to that piece, I think. I think what Charlier also said is how they concluded it was a, a woman. He said you can't, you can't tell sex just by a cranium. It's impossible. You can't. Isn't, it, isn't it, I, 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 my mind's not getting wrong, so please feel free to 
correct us on anything in the comments, but my understanding is it's the pelvic bone they can decide whether it's male or female skeleton because yes. of the if it's a woman. Shit. It's not even the doctor have given childbirth. It's it's the way the pelvis is to allow yeah. for the birth canal to move and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But that's you can't tell a male leg from a female leg or a male arm from a female Absolutely. arm. Yeah. It's just the pelvis that, yes. that you need to go. That is female because that has a different bone density and it's more flexible to open and move through birth. Uh, exactly. So it's they say yes. DNA tests have, have said it's a woman, but. It's also, it's not this 100% this is, a, this is a woman, it's that it's actually, it can go either way sometimes, it's, it's almost a toss of a coin you said, it's, it's almost mm -hmm. a toss of a coin about what you can get from just a cranium and also it wasn't just a DNA but it's about um, how, I can't remember, I'm terrible with this, but um, you've got the lines of your cranium and the, and the, the change over age and change in density over Yeah, it's like a, a newborn baby has a soft spot right at the top of the head because the cranium is not fully formed, so yeah. you can see how the cranium formed, get a rough estimate of age. Yeah, so they kind of aged it as well, so they've got the ageing. Because they said a woman under 40. Yeah, so, so they aged it by by that, by you can only do it by looking, so you can't tell by DNA, mm -hmm. but the argument is that you can't just do the cranium on its own in silo apart cranium as well. It's got to well, be this, but this were two pieces of a cranium, and it was one piece of the left hand side of the cranium, but only a bit they tested. Because that one, it was two pieces, one from the left and the right, I think it was, and the left one had gunshot damage on it. So that's the only one that tested. So even, yeah, so even. They haven't got a full skull. You've got like, I don't know, it's about that big they've got or something. So you know? even if um, this wasn't Hitler and it was somebody else. You still can't guarantee that they've got that right anyway. So no. it doesn't make a difference. So, yes, the, I agree they did a, a, a report and a finding, but it doesn't really stand up to proper scrutiny. It's not a proper DNA test. Because are, you, are you saying you, you can't rely on the History Channel for facts? No, because ancient aliens <laughs> prove you wrong. <laughs> no, absolutely can. Um, <laughs> No, so the History Channel is not the History Channel anymore, is it? It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a history entertainment channel of what could happen. Yeah. Um, there's, there's all sorts on there now that it just it's it's not. To be fair, it's better now than it used to be because now it's like, ooh, I saw a big foot on the toilet. Let's make a TV episode about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's more entertaining and more fun. They have to keep themselves alive, but they've gone from they've gone from being factual documentary to being. Yeah. Which right. only four people watched. Two. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this tantalising uh, episode where more people are watching. So they, you know they are they are sticking their ass out the car window, hoping for business at the moment. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much what they're doing. Um, but for, the, for that cranium again, coming from the cranium, it's really difficult. It, it's never. No one's ever going to be able to say it. It's definitely a woman, and we're definitely in the forty because you can say both of those pieces of evidence aren't really evidence. I mean, don't forget that they had um, this episode of um, Mystery Quest, I think it was, put forward like, oh, here's definite proof it wasn't Hitler that was found in, in, in the bunker, but it was a woman under 40, yeah. right? And then, I think it was a year or two later, the History Channel launched the Hunt for Hitler TV series. Ironic. You know, coincidence that they proved Hitler didn't die in Berlin. Now they're off to act. They've got a full three seasons, I think, or four seasons of searching for him in Argentina. 
Well, I guess we'll, we'll come to maybe something on that soon. Um, I'm just saying, like, when it comes to research, if you look at, like, that looks on the face, it looks like, ooh, they got a scientist in and they proved it wasn't Hitler, this must be right. <clears throat> Step back a bit and go, oh, by disproving that, you got this entire four season programme. Hmm. Wonder if that was actual science you used, or is the science sucking science actually do what you've just done? Well, they do it all the time. It's 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 so it's it's so ironic and so funny that they'll do basically as I said, ask out the window looking for business, they'll still sell anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that's got anything remotely in the past, it's now a history expose and then we can put it onto put it onto a channel. It is more it's like tabloid TV, isn't it? Yeah, it's not quite as grotesque as the sun, but it is it's tabloid-esque it's anything that keeps the, the coffers running keeping, and do you know fair play it sells keeps people in business but people should not look at the history channel now as a, as a point of truth no I, I just throw it in in my research because it's funny it is funny <laughs> but we're just because uh, we're talking about the body still and the skull so this was and I, just before I went down a bit of a rabbit hole and debunked myself on one of these things I, was, right. I got myself like what, what's this all about? You went full tinfoil hat. And then, and then, yeah, and then, and then I found another article which, which kind of, I was about to go full blown half an hour, let's talk about this, and then, and then it didn't. Oh, so, right. <laughs> on the, on the third, on the fourth occasion, on the third occasion of the body being moved, and they were about, um, the Russians were um, giving back West Germany, um, they didn't want to leave the body where it was, so it became this shrine for neo Nazis to come over and go, well, Hitler's here, this and the other, so they were ordered to, burn the remains uh, and the thing that we heard was um, that the remains were burned and then the ashes were scattered yeah now the problem being is bones don't turn to ash so I was going to go down this rabbit hole of, hold on a second they poured gasoline on the bones burnt them charred them as best they could and then scattered the ashes the brown ashes that you saw mm-hmm. flying in the wind, the wind. Yeah. so I was about to go down how does this happen this and the other. but then I read something else that said actually similarly to how we do um, now when we when we oh, what can we call it cremate people cremation yeah. um, that's the bones left and they have to grind it into yeah, dust yeah to grind the bone into dust at a cremation so when you get <coughs> your loved one's ashes back it's yeah. the ashes from being cremated and the bones being ground up added to the ashes yeah. yeah so I only found one article that said actually um, they ground the bones up with coal into dust so it was they burned them torched them and then ground the bones to dust in coal and then scattered those ashes up. So I, I'd read that when, when they were getting moved, they the ground the bones up. Yeah, so I didn't read anything at that point, so I was like, well, well hold on. In the same way, jet fuel can't burn building, burn, bring buildings down. There's a future episode. <laughs> Gasoline can't burn bones. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so I went down that route. But, um, but at the same time, if we go all the way to the end of there, you can say, why, if they wanted the world to know, if they still wanted the world to know that Hitler was dead, mm-hmm. why not at that point just take the whole body and say, we've got Hitler? Why just go, well, actually, we're just going to take his teeth and a bit of it. So it gives more credence to this idea of Hitler isn't dead because why would you want to keep a bullet hole, which could be anybody, yeah. and, and, and a job or a man that you go, well, here's his whole desecrated body. We can prove he's died. Why just keep that tiny bit of evidence? Yeah, the it's, it's, it doesn't make sense. And, and if going like, oh, we didn't want to keep it, because it'd be, become a shrine in the and that's stuff. Like, you've got the fucking Kremlin. <laughs> Pretty sure you've got a fucking freezer in bottom floor, at, like basement 22 at Kremlin or something. Yeah, we're going to whack it in. You know what I mean? It, 
<clears throat> doesn't make any sense because if, if anything else, does it not give you power to have this body? I mean, does it not give you this? Yeah, okay, can you imagine like being in fucking trade negotiations with like Russia and you go, we want this, this, and this, and you go, no, you're not getting it. No, I like them. See you at six o'clock news when I bring out Hitler's body. <laughs> whoa, whoa, calm down, dickhead. <laughs> so if, it doesn't make much sense to me that you've just kept a pint, bit of the skull, a bit of the job. Why the idea was digging up, up, I understand not wanting a shrine, and I get that, and that's perfectly logical. Yeah, yeah, it's perfectly logical. But again, it's, it's that thing of. I think you've got to provide the body. You have to, like. Um, America most recently, you know, we, oh, we got Osama bin Laden, we killed him, and we dug him out to sea so that his body, his resting place can become a shrine. Alright, really. Yeah, I mean. If, okay, pal. Exactly. You know, but, but if, if you. And, oh, we stormed in, and he was hiding behind two two people, scared, and, and, and we shot him three times in the head and dug him out. At that point, you've got him. But at the same time. And, no, at that point. You've got him, he's hiding behind a couple of kids, scared for his life, pissing his pants. You've got fucking SEAL Team 6. You just grab him, back bag over head, fucking wire on his back with his arms, get him on a chopper and get him out. And then you parade him in front of an American court and make him answer for his crimes. That, that's how you finish the fucking story. Don't go, yeah, we caught him, we killed him, we dumped him out to sea. No. <laughs> well, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, again, we're going off a bit here, but it makes sense what you're saying because this is the exact same way it should have been dealt with. They didn't do that with Gaddafi. They didn't do that with Saddam Hussein. No. But, you know, um, and they didn't go in and kill Milosevic in Yugoslavia. They put him on trial. Yeah. You know, so... And this wasn't like it was in a compound of a suicide vest and everything. No, it was completely defenceless. You shot a defenceless, scared old man who was pissing his pants. Now, don't get me wrong. If that story is true and they did really shoot him, um, and he really did the things he did, I can understand people getting a bit trigger happy, but at the same time, go before we throw him somewhere you're not going to be able to find him. Here's the problem. Is, yeah, but to me, it's the is himself. I mean, yeah, but to me, it's not ultimately. Yeah, because apparently Obama were watching that feed live and stuff. You just go, it's completely defenseless. It's going to bring him in, bring him in. Like we've we've got him. Well, how great, I'm going to be the greatest US president ever when I march out the fucking White House up to fucking Capitol, to Supreme Court, fucking holding fucking Obama, uh, uh, holding Obama, holding Obama, holding Osama on a fucking chain. <coughs> I wear a full fucking Uncle Sam outfit with, with, with fucking Osama Bin Laden on the chain going, come on, mate, it's your day in court. You know what I mean? Just walk up with Apollo Creek coming to America. <laughs> You know, you go for all when you've been lying in streets like we fucking got him and shit. Yeah, you, like, you've certainly put something in mind. Anyone who doesn't know before they get out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Apollo Creed's coming to America came in. <laughs> we are watching the Kevin Smith podcast you were about it earlier. Um, <laughs> but, 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 no, but the thing up on is the same thing. Yeah, like that, Osama Bin Laden was completely defenceless. There's no reason to kill him. It just, you could have brought him on quite easily and put him on trial. And then you go, oh, we killed him, but... um. We threw him out of the helicopter at sea so he couldn't turn his, his resting place to a shrine. But he Don't. gave us no proof you got him. Again, with Hitler, I understand him not turning his body into a shrine, but show us the fucking body. Why would you go? We, we ground it up into dust and won't become a shrine. You had possession of the body. He was dead. There was no threat. It wasn't like there were neo Nazis banging on the door to <clears throat> raid his body or whatever. You, you could have taken him off to some military facility. I mean, a secret facility. 
held in secret a military base or the only, a fucking Kremlin. The only thing I could think of is that maybe even then they were trying to convince themselves it was him and if you get rid of it you can't prove it wasn't alright yeah I mean there was potentially we we, we we crushed we burned and crushed Hitler's bones I'll prove it prove we didn't <clears throat> yeah so we've we've got I know it came out later on but maybe even then they were like can we be 100% sure this is him not really well let's just keep a bit that might be able to prove it but just get rid of it because not even we're sure but we'll put it to bed now if we get rid of it it's been put to bed and the thing is well like it's like I think getting the teeth because body was charred and, and, and ruined and so you know the only possible identification you could do it was the dental records but wouldn't you keep like the skull or at least the jaw the full jaw not just like part of his teeth because it wasn't the full yeah. dental set that they had I think it was just his lower jawbone it was just his lower jawbone wasn't it that they kept it's like when you it's a bit grotesque, really. So here's, we've got his jaw and we've got a bit of his skull. Um, we'll, we'll just get rid of the rest. Get rid of the rest. We've got these bits to find. It's like, it's a bit, it's a bit peculiar. It is. I mean, I, I've never, I've never heard of anybody else being. So like, yeah, that kind of punks what you're saying. Like, oh, we're going to destroy the body just in case it isn't him. But we're going to keep the bits that the, the we're going to keep his teeth. The only bits that could possibly prove it is it. So you're still going to be able to prove it wasn't. Like the teeth come back saying wasn't him. Well, is isn't it enough to? Well, this this is pre DNA, right? So they didn't know DNA existed here. They didn't know we're going to get to the technological perspective of um, actually we can prove it is or isn't him by doing DNA analysis. This certainly the, and the leaps that we have made. So the. the Probably weren't far thinking, oh, 40 years time, if someone picks this up, we're going to be fucked. They weren't really bothered about it. No, but, you, no, but you, at the time, we could identify people by dental records at the time. And your argument was, they're not quite sure it is him, so they destroy the body and go, yeah. you can't prove it wasn't him. But then they keep the only bit that they could use to identify him or not. Because that's. That negates the point of keeping it, but that's, of destroying it, sorry. But that's enough doubt that can. If you're not sure that you've got something that you think could be persuasive, keep the thing that's persuasive without really knowing for sure the rest of it isn't, and then just get rid of it. Keep the bits that, there's a hole, we've said he shot himself in the head, so we'll keep a bullet hole, and this might look like his teeth, we'll keep that. Yeah, that's but, then, but then are also the things that could prove it wasn't him. Uh, the thing that can prove it isn't is also the thing that proves it wasn't him. So you're kind of negating them whole point of destroying the body yeah no one really knows why they did the things they did though that's the problem a fucking big but we don't know why Russia turned we don't know why Stalin turned around and went he's not dead he's in Argentina we don't know why Russia destroyed this body or kept just his jaw or kept his jaw but they could have quite easily kept the entire body yeah or or even at the time you know there's such a charred body Mm -hmm. it's not like it is one out of him who's driving license going I'm Adolf Hitler you know it's like it's just a man and a woman who've been charred to death you yeah. have no recognition outside. I'm going to say we, we knew he had body doubles. Doppelgangers all over the place, and more than one. So I can completely understand where this has come from. 100% understand why it still exists now. Yeah. Um, and so if we talk about Argentina, then shall we? You know, the fact that. Let, shall we. It's well, well, I'm going to move on to, if you don't mind, I'm going to move on to where um, we said I can understand how this theory yeah. came about and stuff, right? So that's a good point to jump into this bit, I think, that I've got here where, so the, we've said where the theory came from and, and 
the, the not the theory, but the official timeline and how it's even the official narrative is doubtful. Yes, right? and in such doubt, yeah. And then British authors Simon Dunstan and Jared Bullams wrote the book Grey Wolf: The Escape of Adolf Hitler. Um, There's a few leaps in there, though, isn't there? Yeah, but this I won't say this then brings it. I think this was. Uh, I can't. Wait, I don't know what damn what year this was, but um, what the point I make was this kind of the official narrative thing, and then I think like seventies, eighties. This book came out, kind of reignited the theory again, and now we've got <coughs> DNA evidence, we've got yeah. different identifying techniques, and we don't have a body. Um, so it suggests that Hitler and Brown did not commit suicide, but actually escaped to Argentina. Right? Now we've talked about how it's possible they got there, but how they got there, the book approaches, I think it's the first time it's. Van Stalingrad, they're in Argentina. How do you get from Berlin to Argentina when you've got all the forces of the fucking world around you? Well, I think Stalin said. He thinks they got there by parts of Spain. He openly said that. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think that's about as far as it went. Uh, well, this book, uh, Grey Wolf, The Escape from Adolf Hitler, says uh, the scenario proposed by these two authors is as follows. A number of U boats took certain Nazis and Nazi loot to Argentina, which is true. I mean, there's a couple of U boats that turned up there. And it's facts, yeah. It's factual, is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the Nazis were supported by future president Juan Perón, who, with his wife Evita, had been receiving money from the Nazis for some time. Hitler allegedly arrived in Argentina first day at Hacienda San Ramon, east of San Carlo de Bariloche. Hitler then moved to a varying style again. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, going back to what I was saying, there's like even not Argentinian architecture, Bavarian architecture mm -hmm. in there. Hitler then moved to a varying style mansion in Alcor, a remote and barely accessible spot at the northwest end of Lake Nawal Hopai. Is that near the is that the Eden Hotel? Oh, that's something different. Uh, no, uh, no, this is in moved to a very small right. mansion in Alcor, a remote and very accessible spot at the northwest end of Lake Noal Hupai, close to the Chilean border. Around 1954, Ewald Braun left Hitler and moved to Nequen with their daughter Ursula, and Hitler died in February 1962. Right? Now, the thing about this as well in this book, like Lake Noal actually exists, and when it says barely accessible, it's not quite right. It, it's backed by a big mountain range. So the only way to get into the village, which this village is all Bavarian architecture, the only way to get to it is to cross a massive lake. So if you were going to come in, the villagers have seen you coming two hours before you get there kind of thing. Right, right. Um, so this wasn't just like, oh, you've got a large thing, like, probably the most fortified location you could get him. You know, if he's probably, probably got a fucking tumble through mountains and you see, oh, Britain finds out that Hitler's in this village. Right, we're going to send some guys in. You see, boats come over, we've got a total fucking head start to get over up mountains or through a tunnel. He's got in mountains or something. You get there, Hitler's not in the village. And he's right on the edge of the chimney board as well, so he could be like fucking boom. But they spot your boat by the time you get to end at Lake. He's in fucking Chile. Which we know Finnish here, we're looking after him as well as Peron, so. Yeah, 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 I mean, there was a lot of sympathise in South America. So th this book really ignites the theory. Like, this is the first time where it goes into the how they got there because it's quite factual that Nazi submarines turned up, U-boats turned up, like not even like a full complement of crew, they're like a skeleton crew and just packed with as much fucking Nazi loot as they could get mm -hmm. on. I thought it was reported that the U3, uh, U3523 U-boat was the one supposed to carry Hitler. Yeah, but I had found that in 2018. I, don't, I can't remember which one it was, but the theory was that it dropped him off 
It left the port of Spain in the U-boat. It left the port in Spain in the U-boat. Went over to Argentina. Got off um, at a port in Argentina. And then the U-boat went up about 50 miles up the coast. Made itself, like, visible at, like, a port 50 miles up. And scuttled its scent. So they're thinking, what, oh, it's come from Spain to Argentina and scuttled its scent so the troops would get their, off, the crew would get rescued. Right. And, and, and it's just scuttled and it's knackered, but um, Cause I, I thought they're thinking what, it jumped off, like they had a quick stop before, let him off and then gone up and went, oh yeah, we scuttled ourselves, we, we, we just want to come here, rather than that, and that's how they got him into Argentina. Because I thought the U-5, well, the U-353, um, they found the wreckage in 2018, but it's outside Denmark. So, um, there's loads of, uh, it could be that it's done something completely different, or if it went there at all, it didn't. Yeah. We know for certain, absolute fact, that NASA's turned up there. Found some interesting architecture actually. There's, um, I think, um, in two thousand June two thousand and seventeen, uh, Interpol headquarters in Buenos Aires found a hidden room in a house near the Argentinian capital, and discovered a junior the biggest collection of Nazi artifacts in the country's history. Yeah, and that was fifty years after the fact, sixty years after yeah. the fact. No, I can't even add up. Seventy years after the fact. We're not fingers and toes here. Um, 70 years after the fact, and they found the biggest hoard of, of genuine Nazi architecture. 70 years after. And again, in this, house. Is a, this, is a, this is not like oh, a couple of medals in an SS cap. This is like only the higher ups could oh, take. Absolutely. You know, the, you know, the, the Mengels and the Hitlers have brought this. and This, this would have been um, something, this sort of thing that we found would have been certainly. Um, had massive monetary value at the time, um, would have certainly been revered as being um, top of the range architecture, top of the range. Yeah, I mean, if this is, uh, well, if it's a load of soldier, one, he's not been able to fucking get all that out, right? Two, even if he's managed to fucking pile it all onto the back of a wagon and, and get to port and stuff, do you think, like, the, as soon as that ship's taking sail, he's not getting fucking stabbed and thrown overboard? And they're splitting the loot between themselves. Now, only someone like Mengele or Ralph or, or Hitler will hold the respect that that don't get fucking touched until they land. You know what I mean? I mean, absolutely. I, I, I was asked a question, actually. Because um, I've asked this many years ago. I could, again, I knew about this conspiracy a long time ago. And well, most just, of the conspiracies we're going to cover, we've, we've yeah, heard about. I had a a conversation a while ago regarding this one and um, I was asked a question then that I couldn't answer that I think I can answer now is I got asked a very direct question is why Argentina? Why did they go why couldn't they have gone in so many different places? And it took me a while to to realise that actually in nineteen forty five they couldn't go to Africa because that was so many British and French colonies. Canada was a British colonialised colony. Yeah. You couldn't go to America who's just been fighting you. So Africa's out of the way. Most of Europe's in rubble, and you're not going to anywhere else in Europe. Maybe you could possibly hide in Switzerland, Italy for a while, maybe. But you're gonna get Mussolini got caught, so yeah. you're not hiding there. No, you can't go to the Americas. You can't go to North America. You can't go to Canada. You can't go to the United States. No, you can't really go to Australasia because again, British colony. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you left in one place. South China. Um, it's a good point, but I think you would have started like a sore thumb. A U-boat turning up going into China, I'm pretty sure that... 
in 1945, a white guy in China. Oh, I'm sure there were white guys in China. No, but not not that off, not that many. You know what I mean? Enough to bring attention to yourself. Whereas I'm sure a Nazi turning up in China might have caused waves. And that's what I think for me as well. Argentina is quite a big rural country. Mm-hmm. So you know they built this Bavarian village uh, back in Lake Nau, uh, Lake Nahuel Hupai, or Wape, with shit of pronunciations, Scottish it was. Um, <laughs> but again, this this lake is sort of like it's in Argentina, quite rural, left alone, no one around them. They get to live out their Nazi fantasy, and I'm sure fucking Hitler and Mengele and all that were there all at one point together. You know, um, and if all if all happens, we can just duck across border to Chile. You know, then, and don't forget as well that the the government was sympathisers of them. Of course, yeah. Um, so whereas like Italy might be a sympathiser, it's for tough a there. Bit, yeah, it's tough there. It, but the wars the wars fought with Nazi what's falling, hasn't it? So yeah, but Argentina is quite a big country compared to Italy. Yeah, it's massive. Um, so you know, even if the government changes in the guy who, who's Peron, uh, Peron, yeah, if he's if he's supporting you and he gets ousted and the the winds change, you can step across border to Chile to Pinochet. You can stick back and forth how you want. And it's exactly what they did. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. Or you might not even need to stick back up because you know, sixty years have gone by. You're dead. Who cares? Well, in 1955 you know, when Peron went out, they were worried, weren't they, when he got ousted? That that could happen because they tied a chip. The, the tone of change regarding Nazis yeah. within Argentina. So that's why they started going around, you know, Brazil, Paraguay, Chile, Chile and so yeah. um, But by that point, you can move quite freely with your new identity. Well, they didn't even change identities, did they? But they just moved. They just moved quite freely, you know. And you know, if, well, how do you get how do you get from Chile? How do you get from Argentina to Paraguay while being caught using your real name? Vatican Church. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's some Nazi gold. Can I go? Yes. Yeah. There's a bit of Nazi gold, let me through border, you know, it's... Or alternatively, I am a Nazi, and if you don't let me through, you get and fucked. Don't forget, they, they had good support around as well, because they were giving Nazi salutes at a funeral in 84. And, and let's not forget as well, that like, the Argentinians weren't just sympathisers, they weren't just going, oh, well, you know, we're sympathisers. Oh, we'll ignore this while we get your money, and then when you, get, when you stop giving us money, you're off. They're like, no, they were full of supporters. But they also did get support and finance from them, but also... I think they were under the impression that if we allow these Nazis to come over, like Operation Paperclip, we're going to get some really talented Nazis coming over here. And uh, Perón, he kind of knew that the Cold War was coming. He knew that there was going to be a war between USSR and, and the United States, and he could see it. And he was trying to proper position himself as being a place of power where there's a war against the Na- uh, war against Russia. They've got some good technology coming and some good scientists. America's going to need some backup, and Argentina can be that backup. And it was positioning himself. It, it positioned himself to take a step on global stage and just be like, "We are." Like you always think Argentina, you don't you think basically his head is a fantastic football team. Yeah. Can't think of a number two. Not sympathisers, probably. <laughs> you know, um, but they were kind of Perón, kind of trying to shape them into a technological powerhouse like we have rocket technology we have um, that's what he wanted i think yeah that's yeah. how he envisioned it and it just turned out where they went no no we, we're well, like, so where are all the scientists he's got the murderers <laughs> where, where are all the scientists <laughs> america got them there yeah. but i thought you were bringing all the rocket engineers were you nah i brought some gold though america <laughs> got them but why so why are you here 
nice climate, we'll get left alone. Good little time, I'm calling in with Bolt here. We're all good mates, aren't we? You know, yeah, yeah. lots of Germans and Spanish and Italians here, and you know, ironically, they're the people who were sympathisers to the Nazis, yeah. you know. Um, it, it just basically became the turnaround scene to a retirement colony. They're like, we're not going to do all again. You know, I don't even fucking make that. I, I don't know, I find it quite fucking ironic and found out a little bit more research. I found out that Mengel moved to a little village in Chile, became a fucking general practitioner. After what he did at fucking Auschwitz. He'd be a pretty good doctor by that point, I think he does. He would, yeah, he'd be pretty, pretty good at it. <laughs> but no, essentially, they all just fucking retired, didn't they? They just kind of went, we're going to to live out our days, we're good here. Um, and I think I think Hitler went there at first to kind of go right I'm going to go this is a place to disappear to where we're going to be looked after and protected um, and then once this all collapses and the Nazis rise again I'll fucking come back from the dead like a messiah and the third Reich never ended and but, and come back in and take control again but um, isn't that the point though I mean that didn't happen So, but it does have that kind of second coming Fable to this conspiracy theory that, like you know, when you know the rumours of Hitler going out uh, caused a uh, resurgence in Nazism during the Allied occupation. So it's a case of like the people are going to overthrow the Allies because they want Nazism and they're going to show they want us and you can't enforce a sovereign country because that's what they were fighting against Hitler doing. And then suddenly when they kick all the Allies out and the Nazis take over again, Hitler just kind of responds in and goes, "All right, that's." Uh, I heard you wanted me, and it's like, oh, he's back, the Messiah's back, the Fuhrer's back, and it just kind of makes it even more legendary. So I think originally he went out to Argentina to kind of, let's wear I'll pick my time to return, and then it's just got longer and longer, and it's like, yeah, we're not returning now, let's just live out our days in, in chill. Well, you have to believe he went there, but I think, had it, had Argentina accepted the Nazis and accepted Hitler at the time, um, I would have expected to see uh, an attempt at the government turning into the next state. Ultimately, Peron loved Hitler so much when Hitler was there, he would have expected he would have, would have started taking on some of his policy and some of the way that he worked and, and possibly allowing Nazism to rise again. I, we didn't see any of that. No. But, the Ameri America, though, were a bit, had a bit of, they were convinced a little bit, weren't they, that something was going on, because the FBI did raise a case. And, do, you, and do you think that's a bit of culture, though? Because, like, we've, you've mentioned Operation Paper, well, we've both mentioned Operation Paper a couple of times tonight, where America basically gave immunity and protection to German scientists so they could build um, rockets and shit. NASA, thank you very much. Uh, on the backbone of Nazi scientists, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. great, uh, a great show. I'm not going to say it's factual, but uh, I think it's for all mankind. I think it's called for an apple. Absolutely. Yeah, where the, good, the guy running the space race yeah, gets yeah. outed as being a an SS officer, and yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I think. It's no, no, it's it true. Ca I, I, I don't know. No, I, I know it's. I can't remember the guy, but I know it's true that he took over the space program. He, yeah, yeah. he was responsible for getting man on the moon. But um, I don't know if it's true. He got outed for being a Nazi or that's dramatising the show. That's just from that's just guys, yeah. But um, America were keeping that secret, and it wasn't that one until the sixties that it came out that they went. Yeah, actually, it's called Operation Paperclip. There's all the there's all the thing. There's all the scientists we brought over. We'll all round up to it. But they did it secret until the sixties. So then you hear this rumour that Hitler managed to escape and went to Argentina and they protected him and you go, 
Oh, that's bollocks. Argentina won't do that. They're not Hitler, they're putting forward. And then America go, actually, we've, we've been hiding these Nazi scientists who committed atrocious things. And you're like, what if you were Nazis? Yeah, like, if, yeah, yeah. well, if we could do it, then uh, Argentina probably could. Well, the, the, the Russians did it as well. Yeah, so I think it's like when it came out in the 60s, it added more credence to it that this becomes blue. Because it's like, you go, well, this is. This is believable what was spoke about. It's not like, yeah, because we know what happened with, Rus- uh, with American sci- uh, German scientists with America. We know this is exactly how it happened. This is more or less a carbon copy story. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Argentina, Peron took the Nazis into Argentina, hoping to get some technology and step on the globe stage and make Argentina global power. Instead, he got all the generals who just wanted to, the murdering bastards who just wanted to retire, and America handpicked the guys it wanted and got. Um, got a man on the moon out of it. Like, imagine if it would be way around if Argentina had got the, they'd have brought Hitler and Mengele and, and Ralph and all that over and went, but you have to bring these guys as well. And, they would and Argentina been... put the first man on the moon. Ooh, that would have been interesting. Where would Argentina be on now on the global political stage? Well, it's impossible to I mean, that, that's the role of the dice, I think, Peron took, thinking, if I take Hitler and Mengele, and these, these guys are arseholes and I don't want them. But they're going to bring these rocket scientists and we could have a space race and we could have, you know, instead of Cape Canaveral in Florida, we might be launching rockets from Argentina. Buenos Aires, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not. I assume that's what. Well, I, I assume, assume that's why he did it. But partly, I, I, would, have, I would have thought that he thought he could be a, a new powerhouse. Mm. He couldn't. At that I think like lying in his pockets while he was at it didn't hurt. Oh, of course not. Of course not. And, uh, you know, Nazism kept up, but it's. I think it's important that we do mention that the, the FBI did raise cases mm-hmm. and they did <coughs> but it's funny why because I think if you raise oh back then I don't know if it's the same anymore but if a case is raised with the FBI it has to be investigated yeah. um, and there were reports of seeing Hitler on the subway in a shop um, doing some it, shopping it got very Elvis like didn't it I, yeah. I saw Elvis in Tesco buying bare beans yeah yeah, exactly and so that they, they had to do all these domestic cases then they started hearing cases the new Nazis had turned up in Argentina. They knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big thing in new boats had been there'd been sightings of all these Nazis turning up, and so they had to go do the own investigation in Argentina. The problem being is even with all the released FBI files, it doesn't matter what this bloody finding Hitler scenario talks about. The FBI files show it effectively came to a dead end. There was we couldn't find any evidence that Hitler was in the United States or in Argentina, and there's a bit of a People keep talking about Hitler being in Argentina, but you know there's loads of case books, books about uh, um, reports of being in Egypt and Paris and Japan and all yeah. sorts, all over the world. You know? Yeah, I think that's just once this theory got out, it just kind of like it could have gone here, it could have gone. Yeah. There's people just trying to add to the legend and get their name known. Because um, there's thousands of letters. It just mentions hunting Hitler. Um, investigations of the History se- History Channel series hunting Hitler. Claim to have found previously classified documents, which I don't think they showed, they just said they found them. And to, have in, and to have interviewed witnesses indicating that Hitler escaped from Germany and travelled to South America by U boat. He and other Nazis then allegedly plotted a Fourth Reich. I think guy maybe maybe plotted a return to power for the first four or five years and just went, this ain't happening. They didn't have that many Nazis. Um, <laughs> however, such conspiracy theories of survival and escape have been dismissed by historian Richard J. Evans. Um, a declassified CIA document dated 3rd of October 1955 
highlights claims made by self-claimed former German SS trooper named Philip Citroen that Hitler was still alive and that he left Colombia for Argentina around 1955. Enclosed with the document was an alleged photograph of Citroen and a person he claimed to be Hitler. On the back of the photo was written Adolf Schrittelmeier, Schrittelmeier and the year 1954. The report also states that neither the contact who reported his conversations with Citroen nor the CIA station was in a position to give an intelligent evaluation of the information. The station's chief superiors told him that enormous efforts could be expanded on this matter with remote possibilities of establishing anything concrete and the investigation was dropped. So the CIA got wind of this and got given like, oh, here's this guy's witness statement and here's a photo yeah. that he's wrote on the back of it and this is the name Hitler's using. And the CIA went, we could put a fuck ton of time and money into this and get nowhere. We're not even going to investigate, it's not worth our time. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget, how many photos could you take that you go, that kind of might resemble something, might resemble this, someone, this could be a complete forgery, could be fake. This is not getting me with Hitler, like, Hitler is, because I'm looking at photos, I'm seeing a couple of photos while researching this, and sort of like, this is a photo of Hitler, this is a photo of Hitler, you're like, could that be him, could it be him? And I've read, I look through a lot of photos of actual photos of Hitler, like, that is Hitler at the Reichstag and stuff like that, and it's like, if you remove his moustache and his hair, he's a very plain-looking normal guy. They're the only two characteristics of Hitler. You could draw, pretty much you could draw any face, any style of face you want, and put that little side parting on, and that little Charlie Chaplin moustache, because I refuse to call it anything else, because Charlie Chaplin wore it first. And, and no. I'm sorry, Adolf, but you ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined good moustache and good comedy for people. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, if you remove that moustache and that side part in hair, Hitler's very fucking average looking with no real defining features. I mean, there's this. Uh, you guys won't see it on camera, but. Is there, you, you've got a copy of that photo, like digitally? Yes, I do. Right, well, I'll, I'll put that up while we're talking about this, I can put it on screen. Yeah, yeah so there's, there's a picture um, doing the rounds of Hitler bald without his moustache, um, which is meant to be showing him this really old man. Mm hmm. Um, the issue with this picture, I and mean, it, it is Hitler, 100% is Hitler. The problem being is, um, it was created by an Argentine documentary company in the 1990s. And the picture below is based upon a, taken, a photo taken Bernstegarden on Hitler's home movies. And all they've done is de-aging. So they've taken his moustache off, taken his hair off and aged and his face. And 10 years from a sudden It was Hitler. So um, that actually was it. But as you can see my point there, he doesn't have any real defining characteristics to his face. He's a very normal, average-looking guy. There's absolutely no way that if anybody looked at that face, that moustache comb over and a bit aged, you'd even consider that to be Hitler. You just think that's just a just general old guy. So every old guy you meet on every street ever. <laughs> I mean, this again. You'll we will put the picture on there. It's a very famous picture, but uh, it might have fooled a lot of people actually because it's. it's Quite a compelling picture, actually, but there's no way that that's. Um... Well, we know that's fake because they've admitted to it, but it proves the point I was making. Well, no one admitted to it, someone had to find this and go, this is from his home, home movies, you know? But it was, it's banded around. No, no, but it's, been, it's kind of been proven that that's been yeah, digitally enhanced and, and whatnot. But that proves the point I was making where you remove that comb over, you remove that moustache. Yeah, yeah. Hitler could be anyone in any town. You know, it's like we're sat here going, did he go to Argentina or not? And he looks like he looks like a dude I've drank an angel with for the last twenty years. 
You know what I mean? It, I, you looked about two or three people in Angel, I could go, I could put a coma on Natasha and you, you're Hitler. It, so to me, it, the fact that, oh, well, how could someone as recognisable as Hitler escape to Argentina and not be noticed? Very fucking easily. Get rid of the coma, but she's only postal, she's own fucking generals, wouldn't notice him. So, there's a, do you know the guys who did the Grey Wolf, uh, Gerard Williams? Yeah. Um, he reckons that um, a shadow government in the United States um, comprised of a military industrial complex. It's not a good conspiracy theory about a shadow government. <coughs> of course not. It's like the MI5 and Paul McCartney. But um, we can hide about it. Um, and what do we you can be building. We have the technology. <laughs> I'm not going to do the crayons, not today. <laughs> no, no, no crayons today. Um, but they, they, they are also, you know, they're, they're blanket bombing everything. It, it was, now, I think that in order for this conspiracy to work, it would have to have complicity from a major superpower. It would have to have, it wouldn't, Argentina, so think of all the countries the America have gone to war with over something smaller than Hitler. I, it would have to I have disagree. Compl- it'd have to have complicity. I disagree. It, we gotta say, yeah, good point, well made, like how many countries of America have gone to war for a lot less than this, right? But this is the perfect time for Argentina to go up against America. They could not open the Republic and say we've got Hitler, but probably through back channels and diplomacy channels go, yeah, we've got him, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Because at this point, every fucking country in the world is fucked. We're war-torn, we're knackered, we're skinned. We're not the Americans. We owe them shitloads of money. Yeah, but they, they're, they're not ready for another... They, they spent so long trying to start the war that Eisenhower had to fucking do weapon deals with Britain on the fucking table. I completely disagree. We just dropped... I, I don't think that the American public would have accepted another war so soon after. Just it's kind of like, you know what, we politically we can't do We can't leave one war die straight into another. Think, think of Maybe there's some special force in there, some intelligence, black ops, but... We can't go full out war, and Argentina could just go, yeah, we know you can't. I, I disagree. If you think of 1945, think of how the American, America think they won the Second World War, but mm-hmm. think about the, what they had in their armory at that time. It's, we have just fucking dropped two atom bombs in Japan. We've just fucking destroyed everything. We have got the greatest weapon known to mankind in our armory, and we we've just showed you we're prepared we're to drop sure trigger happy. And we are we're looking bothered. for another target. Yeah. So you give me fucking <clears throat> Hitler, we're gonna tell the world you've got Hitler, you're not prepared to give us him, or we're gonna fucking drop a bomb on you. And when you when we've obliterated Buenos Aires, we're gonna go somewhere else, you give us Hitler, and we're gonna be even bigger heroes because we've just got the head of the Nazis. Either um, there's no way America would have given up that. I don't believe it. Not in nineteen forty five. There's no way they would have that would have said, not only could we win the war, but we as, caught the bastard. As horrible as it sounds, um, cost to kill like a fucking couple of million people between them, but yeah, I can see him doing it for Hitler, I can't see him doing it for Menga or... No, no, absolutely else. not. So it's like little guys. People don't I know they killed two million people, I'm not dismissing, like, oh, they're, they're nobodies, but you know, they killed like two million people between But the media them, didn't but know about people were People weren't going, oh, let's go get Mengele. They weren't taking that, they were going, we need, we need Hitler. We need Hitler, yeah. And if... And if they thought they had Hitler. You, for one, if you believe for one second, they didn't go. Well, we'll just do it to Japan. We're going to do it to you too. Give us what we want. They'd have used their. their power. No, no, but that's that's. They were at war with Japan. Japan had just fucking wiped out hundreds, like thousands of British uh, 
American <coughs> troops at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Which that's another conspiracy theory because I believe America allowed, that to allowed it to happen. Yeah, yeah. Eisenhower allowed it to happen. Well, Churchill told him about it. And yeah. All that Eisenhower went, "Oh, I've been wanting him into this war for a while. Let's." <laughs> let's yeah, a like wonderful to way to get into but, war. They dropped that on bombs on Japan yes. in response to thousands of American deaths. But it, oh, do you only take a warning? Yeah, not, we don't have to say you're gonna, you don't actually have to drop it. Yeah, but then as, as Peron, you just go back and go, you say it's going to drop an art bomb and wipe out hundreds of thousands of people because you want one man. Really, how is that going to play out? Let's see how long you stay president of that. But you know these war crimes you've got going in here, I'll fucking put you up on one of them. But could you not just say as the Americans going, that one man you're talking about, not only is he responsible for six million Jews, is responsible for millions and millions of people's death in war. 100,000 Argentinians for capturing a guy who's got tens of millions no, of deaths. No, I think, I think the repercussions of when the Holocaust came to light and what happened, when we discovered what were happening with the Holocaust, that this was happening, like, now you can be done for war crimes. Because, remember, mm. war crimes only came about after World War Two. There wasn't war crimes before that. I'm not sure. Um, because they hit, that's, what, that's why they hit the um, Nuremberg trials are so I've, famous, because it was like, we... It's up in the first bit. It's when the first. Uh, about the prisoner of war, stuff, you, you can only hold a prisoner yeah, of war. Yeah, there were rules yeah. of war. It's yeah. like look after officers and stuff. But the whole like SS officers going like, oh, we're just, I'm just following orders. That is not a suitable defence for wiping out hundreds of thousands no. of people. Like, so I think war crimes became a thing. Again, prove me wrong, quite happily. Um, but war crimes became a thing. So if you're setting up these war crimes trials to put. I don't say, again, nobody's. I'm not saying nobody's because they're quite right. They've got found guilty. bastards. But, but, bastards. you know, but these guys went, I was just following I was just doing my job. And like, no, you're getting fucking on these war trials and there's going to be a, an international thing. You're setting them up and then at the same time going, I will fucking kill a million of your people if you don't know that one man. I just go, see you in fucking egg, mate. Let's go murder about trials. That is the biggest war crime of all. You're going to murder a million people just to capture one man. It, what, how does that make you better than Hitler? So let's, let's put it this way. If if that that threat wouldn't happen publicly, would it? That'd be under under the radar. I better believe I'd go public with it. Oh, he's, so, he's just went to bomb a million just went to wipe no, a million no. people out of you because he wants one man who's not even here. No, but what you can say what you can say to Argentina, and it's just just go with it for a second. You can say to Argentina, you're Argentina, I'm in the United States, you've got Hitler. Like um, I know you've got him, and I want him. I want that. Have him. Yeah. Don't have him. He's not here. Can't give you what I have. Uh, we know you've got him, and I'm going to take him. So you've just seen what we've done to Japan. So you know we've got the power. I am going to sell the world whatever the fuck I fancy, so that everybody knows that you're harbouring Nazis, harbouring Hitler. We're going to put down all the media that I control about how much of a fucking bastard you as a country are, and I can guarantee in the next two days. The world will want to go to war with you. Guarantee the next 20 minutes I'm on air saying American president is just trying to kill a million people because we won't hand over a guy who's not even fucking here. He's going to bomb Argentina and like, all these war crimes that are going on, should we, have, should we not be charging this dickhead? Can I, can I just say, I own the media and no one's seeing that shit. Argentinian media is going out and Russia will quite happily play it, Japan will quite happily play it. What Russians won't play it because they, they've been telling me for ages you've got him. So we're just play, we're telling. There's a cold war coming there then. You said he's dead, they said he in. So, but. You know what I mean? This is. I, I don't see that threat at work because it just. You instantly become the one. We want him to prove how good and pious we are. What? By doing exactly the same shit you're going to do. Come on, let's, let's not pretend that they are good and pious, you know. 
Well, they're not. But you know what I mean. But they're, they're, that's how they're trying to put themselves in 1945. So like you're going, man, you're going to fucking kill a million people just to get one guy. I just, how I, does that play out? I just think at the end of the Second World War, if someone said the carrot, the, the, the icing on the cake is, I can give you Hitler by hook or by crook, by any means necessary, they would have gone and gone. I, I don't think they would have done. I think honestly, I think they'd have gone. Do you know what? That that took a big fucking drain on us in that war. Um, we can't go to war. We just finished war last week. We can't go again a week later. We can't have seven days peace and go to war again, right? We've got peace treaties to start out. We've got war crimes to start out. Russia is, you know, these, these commies are looking like they're going to be a bit of a problem. We need to keep it out. We can't. We've got war with Argentina. We we've got to take it out of Russia, and we can't do that. Right? We're going to focus on Russia right now. And do you know, what? this is one guy. They 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 saying that they're telling us in different channels that they've got him, and that they want in this and that. Tell the fuck off because we told the world he's dead. So you agree then? With Gerard Williams, that if they did have him, if if Argentina did have him, that there needs to be a shadow government in the United States comprising the military-industrial complex and its representative, and they colluded to enable Hitler to stay, escape and stay in Argentina. Uh, no, no, I don't think the I think maybe they found out after he got there, and Argentina, like Peron, trying to, like I said earlier, Peron trying to become a player on the world stage, going, we've, we've got. We've got some Germans, we've got some Nazis, we've got, got some technology coming, do you want to get together? And they go like, but we've got all the fucking scientists, what, what the hell have you got? We took the better, we've got Hitler. But they would have had to have had the power to quash the FBI investigations, quash the CIA investigations, um, hide Hitler in Argentina. So there must have had to have been, if he was there, an American knew, there would have had to have been a shadowy... I, no, I don't think, well, I think maybe, I can see it as maybe Argentina met the claim and America went, do you know, when we haven't got the time or the resources to investigate this because we've got bigger things to look at with Russia and Horizon and shit and the war crimes and rebuilding Europe and how what's our place in Europe going to be because you know we came in to help them at the end so we want a bit more power there and so there's all these negotiations going right now with peace treaties and shit and if it we're going to spend a lot of time and effort to investigate it and if it is true is it really we can do you know what we don't need to investigate we could just say he's, we've said he's dead let's just keep saying he's dead and like Suddenly, whatever power Peren's got, it's, I've got Hitler, we, we, we don't give a shit, man. Suppose you take the power away, so don't care, yeah. We, we, we've destroyed Germany. We've destroyed Germany. We're, we're a major force in rebuilding Europe. We're looking at bringing down those commie bastards over there. We're going to break that iron wall, that iron curtain down in a bit. So, uh, yeah, what what do we get out of getting him? Is it worth the investigation? Because all we, did, we, we take all this time and resources investigate to prove you've got him. Then it starts expensive negotiations and all this stuff for, for what reward, really? Because we have to come out and go, oh, we've got Hitler. Well, I thought you said he were dead. Yeah, well, Where's Lynch He's dead, we don't care. He's no power, he's a no one now. He's an absolute no one. Well, he's not the nobody. He's the world's most hated man. And think of the lengths they went to try to get Che Guevara. All the fucking things they tried to do to get him. To get him. It's like, you and know. Like in Castro, and they're trying to get Castro. But he was in power. He was in power when they were trying to get him. But this is the world's. In the same way we were talking about Bin Laden before, this was the world's Bin Laden, but, wanted man. But Bin Laden was in power. He was. He wasn't in power at all. He wasn't in power enough. Getting no, but we're still a figurehead of that. There were still people actively running around. That. He was but a figurehead point, of a terrorist group. Are you yeah. telling me that Hitler wasn't the figurehead of a terrorist group? I think he had no power. He was dead. He was dead. He had no power. No, and look, it was just like look, we're missing the point of him being alive. No, no, if he but, was alive, he no, but the, go get him. no, but the world thinks he's dead. No, but they right. don't think he's dead because Stalin said he's alive and he's in Argentina. America's gone, really? No, oh, publicly, right, okay. America and Britain have gone, he's dead. Privately, America went, 
was never by investigation. So looking, but only, did they look at it because they believed it, or did they look at it because if it's reported to the FBI, it has to be. Well, no, because Eisenhower was given a conversation piece behind closed doors, and he's like, "Holy shit, really? It's, it's down there that we're going to have to go find out." That's the conversation. Is it? Is it really a thing, or is it just a case of, oh, I'm looking into that. All I know is if I was if I was Eisenhower, I I perceive I've just won the war by blowing up Japan. I find out that the the most wanted person in the history of mankind, or at least in the 20th century, is just over my fucking border, and I can go. Not only did we win the war, but I'm going to go get the big bad bastard. I'd do whatever it took to go get him. I I don't know. I I think personally, put put some in the village. Put some in the village. Keep an eye on him. See if he does all if he's doing anything. But right now we've told the world he's dead. The world thinks he's dead. He has no power. He's no fucking we've got bigger fish to fry, we've got bigger things to look at. I'll put someone in that village that he's living in just to keep eyes on him. But uh no, like maybe the fucking oh look, a new bar's opened up in his village and it's the fucking Bavarian landlord who's a CIA operative or something, but yeah, apart from that I can't see any reason to do it. Oh, he has no power, he has no no influence anymore. He gained nothing by bringing back to all you do, you bring him back and go, We got Hitler, you said he were dead. Yeah, but actually he got away from us and we thought, oh like so America's not that great. You know, you don't you do more damage to yourself by parading than you do by letting the lie continue to live that he dies. I suppose it could go either way. But yeah, we'll go on to a different topic. Uh, yeah, right. So we we discussed like could he be there and, and we kinda of hinted earlier how we got there like in new boats and stuff. But I've got a bit here, um, about how they like You've got a lot of German writing there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've we've kinda established that if Hitler did get to Argentina, he went uh, from Spain to Argentina in a U-boat. And the benefit of him going there for the Nazis and for the Argentinians and there's yeah. lots of yeah. Right. But how did he get from Berlin to Spain? Um and we kinda of hinted at this earlier. Um But it might have had to have been smuggled. So according to Williams and other historians Hitler and his wife made their escape through a network of bumpers beneath Battletown Berlin. They resurfaced at a boulevard which had been turned into a makeshift runway. Here a Luftwaffe pilot called Peter Baumgart, Baumgart frantically threw the Führer and Iwe Braun to Denmark. They later flew on to Spain where they were allegedly aided by dictator General Franco and eventually took a grueling submarine trip across the Atlantic to Argentina. Peter Bergmark would later testify in court that he did indeed fly Hitler to safety in 1945. So he went through the rock lines into Europe, underground rock lines, found himself in Spain, go to Denmark. No, no, he went through a network of bunkers in Berlin, Right. came out on a boulevard, which you mentioned quite back at the beginning, that had a, with a, a planes under disguise yeah, yeah, yeah. that could yeah. take out. So the boulevard in Berlin, so he went through a network of boulevard, uh, bunkers in Berlin, came out on the boulevard, Hopped in a plane, flew to Denmark, then flew from Denmark to Spain, and Franco got them into a sub where they, well, allowed a U-boat into Spanish port where Hitler could get on it and go to. So, one quick question. Flying to Denmark in the Second World War from Germany, are we saying that Denmark wouldn't have raised any eyebrows? Or, or the Brits going, What's that German plane flying over to well, Denmark? You, you said earlier they had planes in Berlin on the boulevard that were disguised so they wouldn't get shot down. Yeah, but if the British planes... I understand, like, if you've got British planes flying out of Germany mm-hmm. at the time, just flying out, and you're going... Because our planes would have been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you're going, 
our plane's going in a fucking weird direction, and they might but two, you can't really catch them. Yeah. But seeing, watching planes going from Germany to Denmark, the world war's not really over yet. We've said the world war's over. You still seeing German planes flying to Denmark. You didn't. Yeah, they didn't shot. really have massive radar capabilities to cover. No, but. Surely, even Denmark would have gone, hold on, there's a plane coming from Germany. I don't know if Denmark are relying on, on well, that. And all I know is if somebody went to buy airspace, if I'd have had nothing to do with it. We didn't really have airspace, did we? Well, I don't know. Like, in, in, um, like in 1945, we couldn't tell, like, now we can track a plane from where it took off in Germany to where it lands in, in England. But we couldn't track so many miles off the coast of That's Dover. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if you take off from Germany, you might might pop up on radar for a bit because um, there's a British radar nearby. As soon as you clear that radar space, you you find like so when you come into Denmark, a British plane landing in Denmark, they don't know where you've come from. They've only seen you for the last mile or two of your journey. Well, if it was a British plane disguised, yeah. Yeah. Right, so yeah, you've only seen you for the last mile. You can't go well. Do, you know, in Denmark, where's this plane come? Why is this plane from Germany landing here? They don't know it's from Germany. That's true. They've only seen you for the last mile or so. Or maybe two, maybe five, ten mile, whatever. But not seen for its entire. You can't plot it like we can go on a phone and plot an entire plane journey. Um, Until the speech to them and they go, that, "That's a funny Cockney accent." But mm-hmm. it's, I think, would, would Denmark land with Nazis in World War Two? I'm I not really it. sure. But could could they have a little? Could, could land? They'll take off a fucking street in Berlin. They could land in a farm in Denmark. Yeah, it's true. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, they, it's they possible. Be, yeah, it's possible. There's a possibility. We don't, because yeah. we're thinking in the 2020 lens of where, you know, I, I went to Germany last year, I flew from, I flew from Manchester to Dusseldorf, and from Dusseldorf to Leeds when I came back, just because the only flight from Leeds went three in the afternoon, I had to be in Germany for nine in the morning, uh, that's being closed, so I had to fly from Manchester, but when I was flying back, I flew from Dusseldorf to Leeds, and uh, I gave my missus the flight number, and the house balloon at the time, we flew right over the flight path, we were right on the flight path, so I remember looking at it really, really cute, but um, my missus were tracking the flight on the on the phone, so that when we came over, we flew right low over our house, because we were like, about, what? yeah, about a mile, maybe a mile and a half from the airport, so we're quite low getting ready to land. So as I was looking out the window, see, I could see my missus in our back garden waving at me. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't do that in 1945. You soppy bastard. It, it was quite cool, it was quite cool. Um, oh, to give you some hate in the comments for that shit, come on. She, she, I'll tell you off camera what, what she actually did. She didn't wear it, but she did something else. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing. <laughs> um, but no, no, she she waved it. I'm not joking. She waved it, man. It was quite cute to see that like, I'd been away for four days in Germany, and um, yeah, just looking out the window and like, oh look, there's, there's my street. Oh, there's my house, and there's my girlfriend just waving at me in the back garden. It was quite cool. Actually, look mental. <laughs> but my point is, we can do that today. You couldn't do that in 1945. Okay. You'd only see that plane. Is it, it, if that plane came into England, you'd see it maybe a mile or two off the coast of Dover, say, right? And then once it gets a mile or two past Dover, you've lost it. So, because we had radar around the coast, but we didn't have radar in in land. What was that guy's name again? Who said he? Uh, Peter Baumgart. So when he said in court, he testified in ninety-four. He testified in court later. Which court? They, um, is it like I've not got it down here. Uh, he said he testified in court. He would later go on to testify in court that he did indeed fly him safely in nineteen forty five. So I'm just gonna make, make sure that you've never no one's ever lied in court before, have they? Um, 
Well, it's, it's an offence to do so. So, all, in 1945, if I'm a Nazi, um, and I love my Führer, and I don't, I, I would do whatever it took to muddy the water to say he didn't die. No fucking way. I, I flew him. I know for a fact he's alive. I flew him. He's not dead. Prove it. Not got a body. He's alive. I did it. Uh, keep, keep, keep his, his, uh... I mean, just because he testified in court, like, yeah, I testified in court, so it must be the truth. Is, is on a plea deal? Is he trying to save his skin? Like, I... We don't know what... what you know, you know, you see when you get, like, little fucking street drug dealers get busted, so the they get, they get off, because they get off with, uh, they don't get a prison sentence because they're shot in the guy who, the big guy above them. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They, they, they get like, oh, you're looking at four years in prison. Well, actually, I'll I, I get my drugs off this guy, and this is where he lives, and this is where I get them off, and this I'll buy him, and this I'll get in touch with him. Alright then, well, you get 12 months suspended sentence, and we'll get the big guy now, and he's getting 15 years. Wait, you know, is it, is it that kind of thing where he's gone, I, I, I know stuff, I, I, I know this kind of, I flew Hitler safety. Alright, now we've got a plea deal, now you've got information to give us. Or is it a case of, he's just someone who goes, if I say I saw Hitler and I flew him away, my name's going to be big news. You know, doing it for infamy, you know? Yeah, is it? I mean, it'd be interesting to see if uh, how many offers are going to pay for his story, how many papers are going to pay for his story. And, exactly. Um, and so, he's on forever. It could have done. It absolutely could have done, but you also need to take into consideration that there's, a, there's one reason to tell the truth and 500 reasons to tell lies on this one. Well, saying that, uh, my next note underneath that one is General Eisenhower, who will go on to become US President, is quote the saying, there is every assumption that Hitler is dead, but not a bit of conclusive proof that he is dead. And that's the whole problem with this conspiracy. That's mm -hmm. been the whole problem the whole time. That's, that's a, a really good quote because that's true. Since, since day one, there's enough evidence, unsubstantiated evidence to say that he didn't survive, but we haven't got a body. Yeah, and the whole theory itself is completely and utterly plausible. And that's another problem, because you see genuine people so close to Hitler turning up in Argentina and South America that why, if they can do it, why can't he? I haven't got a body. No. Why can't he turn up? And so you can understand, I can completely understand why this whole theory's got legs. And it just comes down to one very, very simple if this didn't exist, I could, I, I, I could, I could very, very much follow this. It's just the teeth, it's just the jawbone. It's so specifically his that, again, I'll, we'll put in the, because um, I've got a copy of this, but we'll, we'll, we'll put on screen this all so you guys can see. But there's a, there's a, this is an X-ray of Hitler's teeth. Mm -hmm. There's one of five in his skull that were taken. Um, and so specifically his that it's almost well I wouldn't say it's impossible but it's almost impossible to fake the jawbone is so specific because he's had so much work done it's so unique to him that in 1945 maybe maybe they've had 30, they've had this job for 30 years yeah they could possibly I'm not saying there's not, it there's not skilled people who couldn't have manufactured it but also great like I think like record keeping in the World War as well. So like you know, so much information was lost and so many records were lost and stuff that we just happened to want this X-ray of him. Like could we not 
get an x-ray of someone and just put Hitler's fuck oh we've got this guy here right took an x-ray of his head we'll keep his jawbone and uh, we'll mark that x-ray as Hitler proves it's him possible that's that? not a difficult conspiracy <laughs> to carry out no I, I, I would say that, that when the allies went you know, let's, get, let's get some fucking Soviet prisoner who's who's everyone fucking forget his you know we kill people regularly in KGB so uh Let's get this guy with a... Oh, he's got a really unique dental pattern. Right, let's fucking... X-ray his skull, kill him, keep bottom part of his jaw, and we'll say it's Hitler, because it's so unique that you can't say it's not. I think I think Hitler was renowned, though. It wasn't just a case of just an X-ray, but he was... He was the stories and all sorts of him being... hating the dentist and having bad teeth, and you can sort of see his teeth as shit. Um, but... But in a lot of money up though, he hates a dentist and his teeth for shit, but he has this unique dental work. Yeah, he hated it though. He hated it. But his teeth were so bad that they were just like full of very specific, unique bridges that were built just for him. Um, and so in order, in order for this in order for this conspiracy to work, for me personally, I would have to say that this jawbone that has been looked at now in 2017 which marries up to the when the dentist said I was his dentist and drew kind of a, this is what because it was so unique it, it looks like this I remembered the word yeah yeah it's like I, I did a back decades ago when I worked as a joiner I I, I remember certain I built hundreds of stud walls but I remember one stud wall in particular 20 years later because it was so unique to yeah. build it and put it in place so for so that dentist as well remember Berlin's just fallen you've got a fucking Soviet soldier with a gun to your temple saying tell me is this fucking Hitler so well it is because this is very specific and very unique I can imagine the pressure that guy would have been under because I'm not necessarily I don't tell know him whatever they want to hear but not potentially so is it Hitler yes why well I either this, this, there's two sides of the conspiracy we're going to look at now either dentist was complicit in saying it's Hitler because, and, and, the, and the, the Soviet at the time have gone, is this him? If it's not him, say it is and draw it. Yeah. Let's get the damn documented. Okay. Do we know who this guy is? No. He's a dead body. X-ray this motherfucker quickly. Yeah. Let's get some X-rays in there. Let's date him however we see fit. Um, now we're going to go burn this body, take his jawbone, and now we're going to fix that says Hitler because we've lost him, and now he's gone to Argentina. That's one by that. That's one way of saying it's happening. happening. That's one way of saying it's happening. Or the other, or the other is, why else it was fucking chaos in the Second World War? They found a body that's been burnt per wishes as per the will and testament. They fucking scoured Germany and found his dentist and said, um, We found a body. It's, it's Hitler. What was his, He's got a unique jaw. What was it like? Can you show me his x rays? And they found, it in the, they found it in the Berlin hospital and said, This is his x ray dated. With all those references and stuff on there from previous years, does this marry up? <clears throat> that's, that's a bit too convenient for me. You know, you've got all the fucking <clears throat> bombing and shit that went on in Berlin, the complete, absolute destruction of Berlin and stuff. But, but not everything. Not everything turned to dust. I know, not everything turned to dust. But we moved this body three times, and it happened to keep the one piece of evidence that marries up to this dental record we've got. It's weird. If you've got the dental record that proves it's him, then you don't need to destroy the body. Yeah. yeah. So why destroy the body and keep 
Keep the job. That's if me, you've destroyed that you knew that body wanted to hit, but you destroyed the body, so you've gone and got another jawbone and, and falsified the records. Uh, but you need to remember at the time, they didn't know that DNA would come in, this, that, and the other. They were playing. Uh, uh, were yeah, playing. but there isn't any DNA, it's just a dental record. Yeah, they were playing loose and fast, weren't they? But um, There's not, like I say, oh, we didn't know DNA were going to come in 40 years later. There is no DNA evidence on the body. That's right. They've it's got only dental. DNA could just throw DNA out because it's just dental records that we've got. You can <coughs> falsify that. You can get anyone's jawbone. Say, well, take x ray of someone's skull and keep the jawbone and go, that's Hitler. 1945? Could you do it? Yeah, easily. Because the amount of spy craft that went off, like Operation Mincemeat. <laughs> so, my favourite tales of World War II where they found, a, <laughs> they found a guy dead on the streets of London. And couldn't identify him or anything, so dressed him up in officer's uniform and put some battle plans in his pocket and let him and washed his body up on fucking beach in France, I think it was. And it, like the plans said that the D-Day landings are going to happen like a hundred miles up the road, so the German forces moved up to stop this invasion, and we all then we attacked Dunkirk. It was like that that unknown guy. I, I salute you, unknown man, because he probably said, I know Dunkirk was a fucking massacre. It but really how many lives did that guy save because two thirds of German forces got moved up abroad and no one knows his name so we just know an unidentified homeless guy found on the streets they could falsify him being an officer enough with false battle plans and false official documents to make two thirds of the German armed forces move you're telling me they can't falsify a dental record so I'm just going to try and put this together just to make sure I'm going to say out loud to make sure that I've got this conspiracy in the right order and please jump in at any given moment. Okay. Right. okay. So, Hitler foreplanned the fall of Berlin. He knew it was going to happen. Made, knew he was going to have to go to Argentina. So, we're saying this so, so for, for him to be in Argentina, this is what he has to have done. Um, he knew he had to make it to Argentina and make pre No, no, I, I can see it kind of like, you know, last two, three months leading up to end, kind of like, this ain't going good, lads. Let's, let's, uh, you know, turn on to his generals and going like, we're going to fucking do this, we're going to turn these country around, we're going to have them. And then when the left room go, right, let's get these, let's get, uh, let's get an on. This, this isn't looking too good. Let's, uh, we're not going to need it, but just, just in case we do. And like, yeah, of course you're on the plate. Of course you're on the plate. We'll set it all up. And then just fucking, so no, you're not on the plane, fuck off, I'm gone. So th let me put this story together and see what you think. Because yeah. th this, I'm going to try to tie it all together. This, this is ultimately what we're trying to say really happened then if, if this job one isn't real. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Hitler's gone, Berlin's going to fall. Okay, I need it now. But I don't know what I could take it. So what I'm going to do is write a will and testament to say burn my body. Mm -hmm. What we're going to really do is burn my doppelganger. Yeah. Have, that killer, have that guy killed. He's going to stay there buys into all of it, everyone's going to think it's me, he's going to be dead, and we're going to, then you're going to burn his body with some other woman, pretty bitch. My last one on testament said that's what I wanted you to do, so that's plan A. I'm going to fuck off with my SS soldiers down to Argentina, I've already got a plan, I've got the rock line set out already, I can get out of Europe. The Bavarian villages are already fucking built, yeah. So we've got Franco Tops in Spain, we've got Peron and yeah. Auguste and Pinochet in in South America. So I can get out. I'm going. I'm mm -hmm. done. I'm, we're going to lead these guys in a merry in a merry way. Then the Soviets go in and go. 
fucking really need Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> we really, really need him, and we can't find him. Some charred bodies. We found this last will and testament. That must be Hitler. Okay. Look at that really unique jawbone. So either they've then gone, shit, that's not him. But we need to make it him. Not. I fake this all. No, no. I, no? Think, you're, I think you're jumping ahead, right? I think I'm, I'm with you up to, you know, pretty good body. He's got one out. He's got a plan. You know, the fact that Mengal, Ralph, and all the yeah. others turned up in Argentina say there's a plan for Argentina. Yeah. That you don't get that many high-ranking Nazis turn up in South America yeah. without that already being discussed and planned. Okay. So, yeah, they've discussed it now, they've got it set, because if it were just a case of shit Berlin's fallen, everybody run, they'd be all over the world. But they all turned up in, like, Uruguay, Paraguay, uh, Paraguay Chile, and I'll explain why, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so on. Right. Yeah. So, there's an out, there's a plan there. They've all decided where they're going, right? Um, I think... He's got a plan, burn these two bodies. Um, I'm going to fuck off, we'll burn these two bodies, let the Russians find them, off we go. Russia turned up and gone, that's Hitler. There, there's a charred body and there's a Will and Testament, and, and there's two, but that's Hitler, we've got him. Right? Then, as you were saying before, his body's been moved three three or four times. I think it's three times. Yeah. Over the decades, right? At any point, they could have figured out it's not him. At uh, any point, that body couldn't have been changed. Could that body ever been moved? Oh yeah, we've moved the body. Do we know that that body that got moved from point? So the body's been taken to point A. Yeah, the body's point A. So it moves from from point A to point B. What proof have we got? It's the same body. Well, you've got no proof at all. That it was even moved to start with. Yeah. yeah. And then move from point B to point C. What proof? We've got it's the same body. Not right. So they've got point C. They grind his bones, they burn him and grind his, cremate him, grind his bones down but keep his jawbone because this is it. We could have had three different fucking bodies at this point. So I think it's at this point where they get some KGB prisoner with a unique dental record. X-ray his skull, <coughs> false by the record, get rid of the body, keep the jawbone and go, there we've got proof of Hitler. That proof of Hitler can come from that last move. The thing is though, I think the, I think the X-ray was teeth in ninety forty four. It's, it's, um, Can you date an X-ray? It was dated. It's in a record. But you could I mean, write anything on a record. Yeah, I know you could. I know you could. I, I dated a record yesterday from five days ago. <laughs> I dated it. I was like today. I dated a record today from five days ago. That, I hope that wasn't your yogurt in your fridge. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I wrote an official fucking form today. Like, I'm, well, I'm doing a beat tech at the moment, but on my beat tech, I went, oh yeah, I completed that five days ago. I hope you're watching. <laughs> but you know, I hope you're not watching. No, I had to sign it and date it, but it was like he marked it five days ago and I got it back today, so I have to sign it and date the same date as him. So I falsified the record there. I mean, it's not implausible. It isn't implausible. Yeah. It, to me, it's more plausible that the dental record is a fake than it is plausible that they just happen to have Hitler's dog. You tell me that Hitler, oh, so the found it in Berlin Hospital. They just keep the Führer's documents on file in, in, in a hospital. It's not, don't have his own pride. You mean like they keep fucking Donald Trump or Obama's records on file in Washington I can't General? I can't specifically say where it was because I can't remember, but it wasn't like it was just in Leeds LGI. It was like his library or whatever it is in, his chancery, 
Bill gets fucking dental records. Oh, you said they found it in Berlin Hospital earlier on. I'm like, they don't keep a bomber's or Trump's records. No, no, no. In Washington General Hospital. I can't, I can't, honestly, my notes are all over the place now. But um, when they found his teeth uh, and they found his records, it wasn't a case of they just went, let's go to the local hospital. It was, he held them. So his records were with him. Oh, right, earlier on the programme you said... um, they found his records at Berlin Hospital and I went, oh, I've all damaged Berlin fuck. I cannot remember. I'm terrible at this. Um, <laughs> where did they find his teeth? Where's the notes? Uh, where, where is it they found his teeth specifically? Um, I can't remember. But it, it doesn't even matter where yeah, they found them because it's, it's either way that he has been falsified records. Yes. And it's more likely, more plausible, or more believable that one of the world's superpowers could have falsified dental records than it is that you just happen to find his dental records where it has the exact x-ray that proves your evidence. I think originally the um, I think they they drew his dental records as his dentist. Stalin wasn't convinced at the time as well um, and he wasn't convinced that they were that that was Hitler at the time. So, if we're saying Stalin, the dentist drew his records, drew his teeth, and said, what's it look like? And Stan's like, I'm not convinced. It's just a fucking drawing, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced. Does it bend in your idea that it could potentially have falsified it? I think, fucking hell, we're talking a very confident, very long, 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 this is a great conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, like, um, on, on, on what conditions did the guy draw it? Did they go, oh, can he draw the. Well, just just like this, you were Hitler's dentist. Can you can you just out of memory just draw his dental record? You like to know that really fucking unique? Yes, I can. Or is it a case of we found this no, fucking I... really unique record? Draw this now. Yeah, draw draw this dental record now. It's Hitler in it. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. Oh, 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 there it is. Look, 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 that's what I drew. And he go, oh, look, Stalin. We, we told him to draw the dental record, and this is what he drew for us. Let's take the job on. Get rid of the body. This is yeah. Hitler. This is it. And he's like, well, we've got the proof. And so I was like, oh, I'm not sure because. You did put a gun to his fucking head to make him draw it. You know, or is it because we sat alongside a room going, draw Hitler's record? Yeah, this is Hitler's dental record. Well, it's not the dental record of his jawbone, so uh, I'm going to put this gun to your wife's head. Do you want to try draw his dental record again? Yeah, yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> That's not. I mean, it's not what his dentist has said years and years and years down the line. Because, you know, they, they, they talk to his dentist. Years down the line, saying, no, no, I, I drew it because this, this, this is what they asked me to do. This remember, he could have come out at any point going, "This wasn't Hitler." Those fuckers held a gun to my head, you know. It's never, it's never once. He didn't before he died. He didn't once come out and go, "That's what happened." Andre Litvinenko had fuck all to do with Russian government for twenty years. They still put polonium in his tea in London. Yeah, I, I get that. He wasn't even a national threat. He wasn't even involved in the mother. Just like you did this twenty years ago. We've been waiting to get you, you bastard. But what we're doing now is we're creating our own conspiracy theory to fit a narrative because we want it to be a certain thing. No, no, I'm not creating conspiracy theory. I'm just saying this is, is more plausible to me that they falsified the records than they than they found the actual records that these are correct. That the whole thing that from you, from what you said so far, the whole thing, the only thing for you, as you kind of hinted at, that proves. Hitler died is that jawbone with the dental records yes and I don't think that's solid enough to hinge on I think I can explain that way it's more likely they were falsified than it is 
So the correct and true. And what I'd be expecting to see then is I know that supposedly the U-boats tend to be Patagonia and it's a big big German town or so on in Argentina. Um, I would have expected if Hitler. I know you said that that this this grey guy said he died in 1962. So that's 17 years after the fact. I would have a hundred percent expected much more evidence of an individual of him. We've got shitloads of evidence and captures of all his SS soldiers, all of them being captured, all of them have a story, all of them have a footprint, all of them have got evidences of where they're being, but there's not one bit, not one single bit of evidence at all, other than someone saying, oh, he stayed at the Eden Hotel and disappeared into the woods. We've never found a body. But he certainly didn't get found. He certainly didn't go to trial. We certainly didn't find anything of any kind to say he left a single footprint in Egypt, in Egypt, in Argentina. I I couldn't honestly believe it. Unlike the rest of them, the rest of them seem to live all under their names and didn't give a fuck. But they want hunted down. I don't think it was like ten years later it came out what Mengele did. Yeah. So like Mengele's like, knows after me, knows after my name. He's probably the most recognised name in the world. Takes on a different name, becomes a fucking, I don't know, becomes a cobbler or something in a Bavarian village or, or a barm or a landlord or something, you know what I mean? Just to kind of. Yeah. Maybe it might be the fucking mayor. <laughs> maybe. But, yeah, I mean, it takes on a different name and just. We see it happen all the time, witness protection programme, where people just change their lives and just take on a new identity, a new name, and. and have a new life now and that's it they don't look at the old one is it possible that it goes as soon as I put my head on the parapet America will up in that new America invade in here so I'm just going to keep keep on fucking down low and just this is a nice little retirement community I've got here I've got a nice little the architecture I like my Bavarian architecture around me I've got nice and secure across a big fucking lake so I can see anyone come in and um, I've got my German friends around me my, my generals and my officers and I can just it's a nice little retirement home Um Apart so if I pop my head up, I'm fucked. So I'm just going to stay quiet. And apart from there's not a single shred of evidence that that was true. There's, there's no more evidence that that happened than there is evidence that this happened. So the, the issue being is there's absolutely zero outside of eyewitness testimony, which we all know is is, is very very difficult as being yeah. proof. Um, and it's what the reason why it's not used in court. Outside of eyewitness testimony. There's not a single shred of evidence that Hitler's feet touched Argentina. There's evidence of all his SS soldiers. All those guys were there. There's evidence. Yeah. People, bodies, relationships, businesses, I mean, go, children, going back wives and families. Oh, it's the history channel, but going back to mm. that photograph where it's got like Adolf Schrudenmayer. And it's like, he's going to change his surname to Schrudenmayer, not think he'd change his name to fucking Hans. Yeah, or, or, or Bob. Or, I'm Bob. You know what I mean? Like Hans Schroeder there. Or, or, or I'm an Argentinian name at least. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm Gabriel or something. Well, no, because I'm assuming they have a German accent, so take a German name or something. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, an Austrian name or a German name or something. But, you know, it wouldn't be Adolf Schroeder Mayer. Like, mm-hmm. no, you get rid of the Adolf as well. You know, um, but, and then you wouldn't go, oh yeah, take a photo of me and sign it. I'll sign it on the back with the name and the date because I'm actually, and I'm, I'm, I'm Hitler. I'm going to tell everyone. The one you got if you're gonna just fucking stand up, yeah, it's just a small guy who works in the cobblers and goes to work, comes back and goes to the bar on a Saturday, likes his gardening, 
Keeps his head like no one ever knew who fucking hit me. You know, I could, I could buy it. It happens, it happens every fucking day in witness protection program. All over the world, people just change identities and they're like, people not even, not even witness protection program. I've known people, I know one guy's a really close friend of mine um, for 22 years, and it were only like when he got cancer, like four months before he died, he just went, actually, and just went out there, and it wasn't no sinister or like that, it was just. I had a bit of a mental breakdown in the 70s and just went, fuck this, and just left Liverpool. <laughs> just left Liverpool, came to Leeds and got got a job. Went to, got a job and just got got a house and just changed his name, lived his life up here. And it was like, yeah, this guy I've known for 22 years, we're never actually that fucking guy. Well, it was the guy that you knew. It was yeah. the guy I knew, but not. Yeah, yeah. He, he just decided one day, oh, I've had enough of this shit. Went to, like, 73 or 74, came up to Leeds, got a job. Oh, yeah, my name's this. You didn't have to give a nasty show or something and shit like that. Then he just, yeah, just got a job and carried on and just created an entire new life for himself. He can do that with no sinister behind it, just he's had enough of his life down there. <clears throat> Why couldn't Hitler go to uh, Argentina and just go, yeah, I'm, I'm Hans, Hans Schroeder there and I, I, I fix shoes? <laughs> the only reason I would say that is all his SS soldiers were found had lives, had to move around a lot, um, <coughs> especially when, when Perón got caught. Yeah, but they, they, were, they thought they were invincible in using their own names. Not all of them used their own names. Not all of them used their own names. But some did, obviously. But um, the problem I have with that is we've got evidence of all those SS soldiers being there, 100% they were. Um, even with all the, what's this, fucking... Um, TV series that's on. Oh, hunting Hitler and yeah. shit. They've been they've been there for ages and they've tried. They've not found a single shred of evidence of any kind. Yeah, but they're they're not trying to. It's, it's History that, Channel. The, the why why find evidence and prove Hitler episode in, in episode one when you can keep this shit going for seven years? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So there's a definitely a financial thing behind it, and uh, you just you just need some guy in a pub or oh, some some but some crazy nobody in a village where you give him hundred quid. But and he says, yeah, yeah, I, I Hitler didn't start me for four years. But would they make more money going, we found evidence of Hitler, here it is. And we'll, now this is a world story, I'm going to make shitloads very, very yeah. quickly. Yeah, do you know when you drop that series? you know when you drop that episode? When the advertising money runs out? When you're on season nine and ten, the viewing figures drop, Yorkie the advertising money runs out. Then you drop <laughs> the big fucking zip fucking lob. Here's the proof. Watch the advertising money fucking skyrocket. It reminds me a bit of the Yeti. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that, that, that's exactly how yeah, I yeah. see it. If we can make money out of this for eight years, why drop? Why, why blow your load on episode one? I suppose, but there's still not being in seventy years a single shred, non-evidence whatsoever of Hitler being there. But there is, you know, of loads of SS. According to, I know it's an eyewitness account, so we can't really give it too much credence. But he died in sixty-two. I'm calling it a wolf. But there was other pictures I saw of him with a girlfriend at 89 years old and 82 or whatever it was. Yeah, but you know, it's like if he died in 62, then you could think technology is less about then. And he's, he's lived his life; no one knows who he is anymore. He's lived his life under a new name, and Maybe. yeah, he's just passed away in Goblin, and the world, the world remembered Hitler, but no one knows that guy. So I think we should come to our conclusions. Yeah, um, I'll let you go first. This isn't as straightforward as I thought it was going to be. It's so not, is it? <laughs> not at all. Um, right. Oh, this is tough. 
I never want to have splinters in my ass and sit on the fence. We're not like, yeah, there's yeah. one thing we have. The question is now, does that believe? Right? And you're not allowed, we are not allowed to sit on the fence. We have to come down one side or the other. You're not allowed splinters in your ass. Yeah, we are not. So, taking the splinters out of my ass, just looking at the possibility, probability, evidence about what we have available, I still have to go with the physical evidence, the logic, the science, the fact that there's no evidence whatsoever, and as real, honestly, I, for the wrong reasons, I really, really, really want this conspiracy to be true, but the job one is still as much of a argument against this, it still sticks with you. Still, the point of contention for me is that is the only physical evidence in this entire case, either side of the fence for me, and because that is, even though there's conjecture and it could possibly be faked, it's still the only thing we have. Therefore, because it's the only thing we have, I have to side on the fact side of logic says that must be Hitler. Well, not must be Hitler. It's more probable that that is Hitler because it's the only thing we have left than Hitler turned up in Argentina without any evidence. So I'm going, no. Sadly, no. <laughs> you really want to say, yeah, no, yeah. I do. Yeah. I really love a good conspiracy, but sadly, no. I'm very torn, but sadly, no. Hitler did not turn up in Argentina, and this conspiracy is Hitler died in his bunker and was torched in 1945. The, I think there's a lot of circumstantial evidence here. Very much. Right. Um, there's a lot of physical evidence. We physically, we have a lot of physical evidence saying, proving that SS officers were in Argentina. 100%. Lived out their lives. They escaped justice and lived out their lives in Argentina. Well, a couple of them got brought back eventually. But um, we explored two or three different ways where it's plausible that this could happen, that this could be could be real. Um, the to me we have two lots of physical evidence. We have the jawbone, which I can't get past that it's falsified. You think it's fake? I think the jawbone's fake. If if we're again it all comes on the circumstantial evidence. It's physical evidence that's created <coughs> by circumstantial evidence the did the Russians move the bodies three times and so whose jawbone is it now? Um, what We don't know what duress the dentist was under when he no, said it was a jawbone. Correct. Um, we don't know exactly where the x-rays came from. Like it, KGB are easily within their capabilities to fake that document. That's true. Um, so as physical evidence, I have to discount it as, as proof. Okay. There's too much doubt against it for me. There's a lot of doubt. There right. is. There is. The only physical evidence we have in this conspiracy theory is Mengal, Rue, Fetal living in Argentina. That, that physically proves that high-ranking Nazis could get out there. Um, another set of physical evidence is the Nazi artifacts that discovered in the hidden room. Well, not just the ones in the hidden room, but there's the shitloads of them throughout yep. time that've been discovered in, in South America. <clears throat> Um, does that mean this doesn't mean Hitler turned up though does it I'm gonna revert back to somebody who has a lot more knowledge about this than I do 
and that's that quote from Eisenhower saying there's a lot there's a overwhelming abund uh, assumption that Hitler's dead but no concrete evidence that he died there's no concrete evidence he lived but the circumstantial evidence points a hell of a lot towards it not only there's no physical proof he died but we've got proof that he could get out and he could get to he could get out of Berlin and he could get to Argentina because we've seen his other officers do it but could doesn't mean did and I'm not going to argue against conclusions so yeah. no conclusion sure but we've talked about yeah. this already so no conclusions are on yeah to me the proof that Hitler's dead I can I can dip on call of it and none of it sits right with me the proof that Hitler got to Argentina yeah I'm coming down on the side that he did well I, I, I think there's a lot of there's too much this could I'm not not saying he did go there but there's too much going this this is highly probable that he did well, um, probable or possible are two very very we talked about probability and chance but I, I'm going to say it's highly possible that he did okay and therefore that does believe so off camera we're going to have a fight about this <laughs> <laughs> because we, we made a rule that when we make our closing statements and it's fair mm -hmm. our closing statements are our own and whether or not either of us believe our closing statements we won't sit here and, and, and debate it for another hour because that's not fair enough it's not fair on you, the listener. I'll give my thoughts. Like I said, this, we could sit and debate for another hour. But we will debate for another hour. Re we've both researched this for the last week. We've both come up with our own opinions. The research you've given me tonight hasn't changed my opinion. Okay. The only thing you had was the jawbone, which I, I can't buy this. So we could debate this, but which is everything I've just said in the last five, ten minutes. We could debate this for the next hour. We're still going to be at the same bit. Well, we're going to drink some more. We're going to argue some more. So, um, but again, I, I guess, thank you very much for staying with us this whole time. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've loved this. We want to do more of this. Please give us your comments. Give us your thoughts below. Um, we're not going to do that usual bullshit that YouTubers do where we've got, oh, like and subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Like, like share, subscribe. No, we, we have a different way about it here. If you've enjoyed what you've seen tonight, tell two friends. Go tell two friends. That's all we ask. So that's share, okay? No, no, not that. Like, oh shit, you want to share the video? You want to subscribe so you don't miss an episode, obviously. That's right? share and unsubscribe. I don't give a fuck about liking. I don't give a fuck okay. about you sharing the video online. If you want to share the video online, great, do it. We appreciate it. Thank you. But for us, if you really want to help us out, when you go to work tomorrow, or you go speak to your mates in the pub, when they open again, if they ever do, um, just tell two people about us. Tell two people about shows that just go, yeah, have you seen these two guys? They're, they're, they're fucking idiots. Those two idiots talking shite. <laughs> they're idiots that talk shite. Oh, have you seen these guys? They've got a really good discussion going on. Tell two people. Because honestly, I believe if you tell two people in person, it'll do a lot more than sharing it online. I think so too. If you want to share it online, go ahead. But I'm not stopping you. Well, I can't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Just, yeah, I'm not going to do a like, share, subscribe. Just, just sub Obviously, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, but... Yeah, go tell two people. Just, just chat to your mates on, on online or whatever. And just tell us, tell them we exist. After that, other bollocks. 
Hope you have a great time. Hope you've enjoyed the video. We'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Um, it's going to be another meaty one, I assume. We've not decided We've yet. We've not decided yet. We're going to have a discussion off camera and decide which one it is. After we thought about this discussion for <laughs> the next hour and drunk some more beer and, and got to a fight, we'll, um, we'll, we'll bring up next week. But again, I've been Craig. This has been Badger. Thank you very much for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And we'll see you again next week with a brand new episode. Till next time, take care. See you guys.